You are now listening to Lucha Outsider Show, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. At Lucha Outsiders, everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Lucha Outsider Show. Congratulations. You played yourself. Guess who's back? Lucha Outsider Show. I'm Leo. That's Mario. The heel, the seal, the deal, the film that stays shown. The anti-hero of the IWC. Yep. Your boy yep. is yep. back, yep. Mr. Yep. Rated yep. R. Yep. Yep. And yep. from Suplex. Yeah. Yeah. Our third man from the broadcast what, team, Sammy Suplex. Yo, 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 yo. Let me speak on this. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? What up, Sammy? What's good? What's going on? So what are we? I'm Check back. out our... You're back. I'm back. Who's back? If you miss anything on today's yeah. episode, episode 102 of the Lucha Outsider Show, live on Facebook, you can always check out the podcast version of the show. Yeah. iTunes, SoundCloud, Won't Be Fancy, Apple Podcast, TuneIn, La Mesa app, LoachRadio.com, Stitcher, yeah. wherever you get your podcast needs. We timed that pretty good. Yeah, we did. That was <laughs> on point. That <laughs> was that might have been our best timing ever Shh, doing say, the show. Don't say it because I'm fuck it up next Listen, week. Listen, <laughs> all the times that you've thrown yourself, you it's know, right. under the bus. It's okay. It's, it's okay because it's you, right? It's a beautiful day. It's Sunday. The yeah. sun's out. We're back. Yeah. Episode 102. 102. That's 102 right. episodes. Chento See? Too far. Okay, sorry. You see what I mean? And, and now that I have the <laughs> now that the board is a little bit differently, I gotta find my buns again. No. Congratulations, no. you played yourself. That was uh, early. Yeah, very early. Um, but we're back. No, no, I, I've actually done it earlier than that. Just <laughs> he's done it while the intros <laughs> yeah. been happening. So that wasn't a record. No, 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 oh, wow. no, 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 not the Santino record. Like, <laughs> but we are the right Lucha. over that rope. Yeah, we are uh-huh. the Lucha Outsiders. Um, thank you so much for tuning in, guys, yeah. on this Sunday afternoon. Beautiful day. Mm-hmm. Remember, guys, if you miss anything on today's episode, live on the Facebook chat, uh, chat check us out. Mm-hmm. Podcast version of the show, iTunes, SoundCloud, will be fancy. Apple Podcasts, tune in, La Mescla app, LosRadio.com, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast needs. Leave us a five-star frog splash rating and review. Comments, grievances, bury either one of us. It'll most likely be Sammy Suplex. It'll be Leo. Leo, Leo, Leo. Mm-hmm. Sammy Suplex right there. Yeah. So a lot of has happened yeah. in the last two weeks. Obviously, unfortunately, uh, and I will get to that towards oh, the Oh, we didn't miss you. You're fine. Of the sh- we didn't miss you. I, listen, I know the people miss me. No, I know miss Sam missed me. No, we didn't miss you. Absolutely. And P-break. Let me, let me <laughs> apologize to Sam because oh, your boy over here left your you boy. hanging. I had to do the job, man. Like, what's wrong with you, dude? Oh, my God. Really? 
Okay. You can you couldn't have given him the, the heads up. I did. I was no, like, hey, no, I'm no, gonna no, go no, to no. the bathroom. That's not how you do it. You let him prepare, bro. You let him prepare. I'm not ready, bro. Okay. You were ready. Listen, we knew the audience didn't miss you, but uh-huh. still, you gotta give him the heads up. Okay. okay. <laughs> Sorry. You're good, Sammy. You're good. So, guys, make sure to share this video. Let the people know that we are here. Make sure you hit that little share button. Also, give us a little thumbs up, little heart if you like what we're doing. Uh, and remember, you guys can actually go to losradio.com right now and check out our merch. Mario, we have merch. Um, yeah, Beautiful stuff you on gotta that. you gotta give the the plug because I haven't worked that on my stick yet. The, the no? new plug for the merch. So go well, ahead. we ha- we have a lucha nine sixteen, and Sammy had a good question. Why nine sixteen, Leo? Because September two thousand sixteen was the first lucha outsider show, which we have yet to um, do our uh, review on it. Right, Mario? Yeah, we'll do a watch along. <laughs> oh, we soon. will. We're gonna do a, a we're Sammy. gonna do a Sam to see how <laughs> bad we were. So you guys can go right now to losradio.com and also luchaoutsiders.com uh, where you can go ahead and find your merch check what you like order it and uh, thank you for supporting us so Mario what's Sammy up, what's going on man it's a damn shame that you and Sam were in what February 10th you guys have gone to more wrestling shows than I did last year but that happened wait wait first first of <laughs> just all saying, just that's saying. nothing like I'm just saying it, it makes it me feel like you. shit but that's the, that's the norm with you <sighs> listen yes, man WrestleMania weekend. We, uh-huh. Are you going to plan to attend at least a one show? Yeah. Antonio Tovio saying that was an awkward four minutes for Sammy. It didn't take me four minutes to pee. <laughs> it, I mean, <laughs> listen, yeah, I, I, I was on the live chat, right? Uh-huh. And due to some uh, unfortunate events, and I'll get to that a little bit later, um, I was on the live chat, and, I was, and I'm like, Sam, no. breathe. I'm like, Sam, breathe. <laughs> you got stressed. this, bro. You got this, bro. Relax, he breathe. Had, but, hey. I, I could bullshit with you guys all day long, but... Just by myself, I'm uh-huh. not ready to just. Well, well blame Leo. Yeah, blame. sorry, blame Leo. Sorry. What, <laughs> what what else is new? But Mario, let the people know what's going on. Uh, you guys went to a couple of wrestling shows, or uh, where, where do you want to go? Where's the list of Mario? Where do you want to start? You I think start with we yesterday? need we need to start. Well, I'm gonna get to. So far okay, see what I mean when sorry. I come see you. Just you're gonna do this first day back. This is what you're gonna do. Sorry. Um, let's start. I think. The most trending yeah. topic is what's been going on with Ray Phoenix for the last forty-eight hours. Yes. So let's rewind back. Mm-hmm. Let's go back. Let's let's go through the timeline because yeah. the, the Lucha Brothers have had like an incredible week yeah, with yeah, some yeah. of the stuff that they've been doing. So even before we even saw them at Super Fight, they attended uh, an indie event in Atlanta, Georgia, I believe. Mm-hmm. And um, I can't think of the promotion's name right now, and I don't want to say any random. The one where he got hurt. No. See? Go, see what I mean? I was just asking. It's going too far. Going too far. Congratulations. You played going yourself. Going too far. That. For some reason, it sounds really loud, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah well, you know, it's okay. okay. Um, It kind of hits home. Hits, they had hurts. an indie show, uh-huh. not this past Friday, last Friday, before Super Fight in MLW in Philly, in, in Georgia. Okay. They faced SEU, uh, Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian. And then after the match, after the match, uh, uh-huh. the Young Bucks, like they've been doing in the last uh, couple, the past month, which I predicted, I'm like, I'm, I would not be shocked if the Young Bucks end, end up doing indies for a yeah. little bit. Because they got to do something, right? Of course. You got to keep, keep yourself and, busy. And you you actually went against me and you were like, they don't need to, which mm-hmm. they don't need to, but they've been appearing in these in, indie shows. But, okay, so what, what I've seen is financially they don't need to. Because as we've seen, these guys all have now like uh, titles, um, and not wrestling titles, but actual like business titles. So you know that their pay, um, their their pay scale is up there. But 
it gives them an opportunity to maybe work with some promotions that they haven't done in the past. So the 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 promotion, the the title of the promotion was called uh, mm. "Come Hell in High Water." Yeah, okay. I was just looking for it. I know and, uh, Conrad it, was. Uh, yeah, Conrad was uh, definitely plugging it. Yeah. Mm. So you have the Young Bucks making a surprise appearance. Yeah. The crowd go to, goes nuts, oh, and course. they confront the Lucha Brothers, and they call them the second best tag team in the mm. world, and they offered them. AW deals, not like formal deals with contracts in hand, but um, after they all joined for, they got attacked by some local wrestlers, and then um, well, people were joining forces on the chat. Leo, to be fair, most of those wrestling shows are past your bedtime, and then some girl named Mm. Gabrielle, which I don't like right now, she said it's true. No, (laughs) oh, there you go. No, um, so they, the Young Bucks, Mm. uh, Lucha Brothers, they clean house and then they shake hands. Okay, fast forward twenty four hours later. Um, where we're gonna go more into d- details with Super Fight, MLW Super Fight. Uh, Sam and I attended Super Fight, yeah. and they were the opening match, which was the match of the night. Um, they defended their MLW tag titles mm-hmm. against the Hart Foundation, the new okay. Hart Foundation. Uh, Davy Boy Smith and um, Teddy Hart, accompanied which, by uh, Brian Pillman Jr. I'm gonna tell you this right now, and and I know you guys saw them live, but I like this Hart Foundation better than the Tyson Kid. Davy Boy Heart Foundation. Oh, but that yeah. was the, that was the Heart Ab- Dynasty. Absolutely. Well, I mean, you know, it was the Heart Foundation. Heart Foundation of Dave. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I like this one a lot better. They, they fit the gimmick. They just like even them coming out to to the instrumental of that Rick Ross song. It's just yeah. so so fucking mm-hmm. dope. Pillman is such a good touch for that group. Yes. Too. Yeah. It, it it just it's perfect. It, it almost brings you back to 1997. Mm-hmm. He, he he reminds yeah. me so much of his dad. I, I think at the rate Brian Pillman Jr. is going out, he's going to surpass his dad. Yeah. He's definitely going to surpass him. But anyways, so they defended the tag titles. Mm-hmm. They dropped the tag team championships to the New Heart Foundation. Okay. Um, the crowd was hot. Like I think this was the the hottest the crowd was for this match, and it was the opening contest, mm-hmm. and was the match of the night. Yeah. Now, let me ask you guys: do, do you guys think, and you guys were there for the show? Do you guys think that maybe they 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 missed the boat by having them go first? No, okay. I'm gonna get to that. I'll okay. tell you what: we missed the boat trying mm-hmm. to meet them mm-hmm. in okay. the line. Yeah, you want to go into that? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's Pentagon and uh-huh. Ray Phoenix related, so yeah, we yeah. were in line, and because we did will call. Okay, yeah, and we're waiting in the will call line, and we could see them. At their gimmick table. Okay. And I'm looking, and I'm like, Mario, there they are. We should oh, go. <laughs> we we want to meet them. Uh-huh. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, wouldn't it be something if we get our tickets and then we missed them? Guess what happened? You got we, your tickets and you missed them. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> we walked through that security line, and they were gone. Yeah. We did the job. <laughs> well, and, and, and it kind of sucks because, you know what? It, it, let's say you did skip the line and you went to see them, right? Or, or let's say you found a way to get there. And then you go get your tickets, and then you might just miss the match. You know what I mean? Or miss the entrance. Security was tight. Uh Security was tight. We were trying to get in, and they were like, oh, VIP only. How much did you pay for your tickets? We were were $15 short. Like (laughs) 60 bucks. They're like, well, no, you had to pay 85. And we're like, okay, well, (laughs) fuck you. So so we didn't get to meet the Lucha Brothers. So Uh whatever. They they end up dropping the titles, and they literally stormed out of there. So Sam instantly goes like, Yo, they're signing with AEW officially, and they're n- that's it. They're done with their MLW run. I'm thinking they're exclusive. They're done. So okay. fast forward a couple days later, they show up at the AEW pre- uh, press conference, their ticket party. Yeah, which nobody was was thinking that would happen. I mean, I, I, I mean, there were some there I was some speculation. I kind of had a feeling they were going to show okay. up too. There was some speculation, and we're going to touch more into the AEW press conference, but we're just focusing um pretty much the the last couple of days that the Lucha Brothers have been having. So. Okay. 
they, they confront the Young Bucks, right? After the mm-hmm. Young Bucks introduce the best friends as part of the AEW roster. So yeah. they confront the Young Bucks. They have a face-off, and they instantly attack them. Um, uh, Ray Phoenix hits uh, Nick Jackson with a super kick. And then Pentagon Jr. hits Matt Jackson with a with a, a cradle pile driver. Mm, I love and, that move. Which it's an insane <laughs> move. And I while well, I said I think the 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 bump was unnecessary, but it got mm-hmm. people talking. We, it yeah. got us excited for the match or whatever. Um, regardless of what those two teams decided to do in that press conference, it was going to get people talking anyway. Yeah. So they accomplished what they wanted to accomplish. Well, and, and I think it also takes it to the next level because now okay, you know you can have a regular press conference like oh I'm going to hate you and I'm going to hate you. But now you saw some action. So mm-hmm. now if you, if you look at that whole press conference, yeah, you had a little scuffle at the beginning, mm-hmm. but this was the spot. Like if you yeah. were looking at the press conference as a pay-per-view, that was the spot of the night. Mm-hmm. And what's funny too is, and I don't know if you felt this way or you did, Leo, mm-hmm. but like just based on the two AEW press conferences, right? While the, the WWE product, mostly Raw, it has gotten better in the last yeah. couple of weeks. I was more entertained with these press conferences than in an episode of Raw. Yeah, I, I would second that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so it's something new to talk about. It's, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it, it's fresh right now. Yeah, so very we'll see, fresh. We'll see what happens after. Of course. So Friday is when a lot of different things happen. So Friday, it's a it's a wrestling block. Okay, you got MLW and New Japan going head to head at eight o'clock. New Japan on Access TV, and then you got MLW on BN Sports, right? Yeah. For an hour. After that, you got. Which, by the way, I still don't have that channel. Yeah, then, neither do I, man. Well, you could watch but it, on, it. But the worst thing is a soccer channel, mm-hmm. like mostly soccer channel, and I don't have. <laughs> well, you could, you guys could watch it on YouTube and the Fight app for free. Yeah, okay. I watched it on the Fight app the other night. So then at eight o'clock, at nine o'clock, you have Wow Women's of Wrestling, which is I, I enjoy the show. And then from ten to twelve, you got Impact Wrestling on Twitch, or if you have the Pursuit channel, still don't know what that channel is. Um, I have no idea. <laughs> So the country channel they they were promote they were promoting uh the lucha the the lucha brothers are gonna make a decision that that was the whole thing they were plugging throughout the night for MLW so towards the tail end of the episode which you also you get to see yours truly on that episode when Sandman plays me okay he completely (laughs) plays me he gives the fucking guy in the front seat the beer and he could I'm like come on Sandman right here and I'm like come on man. That that dude was wilding out when he had that beer. It was I pretty know. funny. Pretty funny. It, it, it's the thing is that he drank beer, and prior to that, he already smelled like beer. So. Of course. Uh, I mean, he always said it, that he was never the wrestler. He was just there hanging out. No, he was just a gimmick. And, yeah. So, Come on, the, hitting yourself in, in the head with a fucking beer can. Hey, got over And you it, give yourself a concussion. L- let me tell you, the Sandman's entrance in the MLW show, when he came out, literally everybody in that fucking crowd was singing that Metallica song because they couldn't play the lyrics, obviously. They only mm-hmm. played the instrumental. Of course. Man, it was hype, bro. But, but okay, so, so we'll take a little pause here with, with Sandman, right? Now, we've seen him do it in ECW. We've mm-hmm. seen him doing it at one night stand that they did it with, uh, you know, when the whole WWE thing that ECW yeah, yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't think I've seen them like just go crazy like I've seen them go when they did the one night stand. Nah, if you go back to some of the old here? you go back to some of the old school ECW stuff, mm-hmm. like they get crazy, dude. Yeah. They yeah. definitely Wait, how did the, the dog get in here? They... He's been here the whole time. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's been Lay down, Duke. Just don't pee. Go ahead. So um so with Sandman, right? Of course he's gonna bother me while of course. we're on there. Not bother so, me. So. <laughs> so but with Sandman, um do you think that 
that he can that you can have somebody over with such a, a basic gimmick because it's a basic gimmick. I think I think when and we're gonna get back to the Lucha Bros. I, I yeah. think with Sandman, it's you kind of relate to him in a way like he he's a, he's a human. So okay. I, and I even told this to Sam in the crowd. He's like Sandman reminds me of like that cool dad that allowed all the kids to drink. Yeah, <laughs> like everybody was hanging out at their mm-hmm. house in high school. Yeah. The one thing about Sandman is he's always got to make an appearance in Philly. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I, like that that's a given. The the minute Tommy Dreamer had a, a mystery partner, Mario was like, It's gotta be Sam. <laughs> I just I just I was like, hoping it was gonna be Raven because the Sandman was so predictable, but man. I, I just heard I was just like this. But the second it got quiet before like the, the music started playing, yeah. I just went like and then literally a couple seconds yeah. later, that's what you heard. Uh-huh. Yeah. And and you know what with Sandman, and again it goes back to we also live off this whole nostalgia thing. Mm-hmm. Like you can't go to a Philly show. And not have at least one of the original ECW guys, even make make a, even be there, you know what I mean? You're like you need to have them. Dude, you're gonna fuck it up. Um, <laughs> you need to have them be part of that show or be somewhere in the vicinity, because it does bring you to that nostalgia. Like you can't go down to that venue mm-hmm. and I, not see one of them. Go I ahead. feel like it's their venue though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It might yeah. be under new management or whatever, but they built that. That's that the house. ECW arena. That's yeah. Tommy Dreamers. That's we, people Blue to this Meanie. day still That's call Sandman. ECW arena. Yeah, we still call it the it's ECW arena. They got the arena. mural in the bathroom. Yeah. I wish it was somewhere else. But they also <laughs> got them. Um, they added um, right by the bar. Remember the the ECW thing? Yeah. That, that I posted in our in our Insta stories. What's up, Duke? Um, so back to the Lucha Brothers, though. So they the the whole night they were plugging like that the Lucha Brothers were gonna make a decision and then when it yeah. got to it you see Conan kind of confronting the Lucha Brothers and saying like yo everybody wants to know where you guys are gonna go are you yeah. gonna go to AEW WWE they, they they actually name a lot of promotions okay and they were like New Japan or whatever so uh Ray Phoenix said that they're the number one tag team and they kind of played off even though they weren't there when they yeah. filmed it, but they played off like they were still in Las Vegas. Right. Like they were like live from Las Vegas, even though you could tell they weren't from Vegas, right? So they played off the fact that the day before was the press the, the press rally for AEW where the Lucha Brothers attacked the Young Bucks. So pretty much, you know, the, the Lucha Brothers, pretty much all they said was, you know, we're going to go to any promotion we want. We're going to prove that we're the number, not only the number one tag team in the world, but the number one tag team in the universe. So, boom, they, they announced that they're going to be at the Chicago tapings for MLW. That's happening next month. So, we were wrong. They're right. going to continue doing business in MLW, which is a good thing because I think them being all these different promotions helps out. So, fast forward a couple hours later. It's crazy how things work. They're doing a show for uh, AEW Pro. Okay. That's a Chicago promotion. They were doing a show in Austin, Texas. AEW Pro? AAW Pro. Oh, AAW. Okay. AAW Pro. Um, they were doing a show in Austin, Texas, mm-hmm. where they were facing off um, AR Fox and Myron Reed. Uh, we saw Myron Reed at MLW. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's a dude that, that had the blonde hair. He kind of looked like Chris Brown a little bit. Okay. All right. Um, the match cuts short. Cause Ray Phoenix, he went for a a, a backflip into a a cutter, right? And which I, he's done that before. He's done it a yeah. bunch of times. It was a move that he's done night in and night out. And I guess he just landed wrong, and they had to cut the match short. He couldn't. He felt like his legs and his arms were on fire. Very scary. Uh, a lot of people and the audience said that people were like in shock, no. obviously, because you know they took him out in a stretcher. But um, well, I think I think that's scary too because it, even with wrestling, like. 
you know you kind of know when they're playing it at, like playing it off like mm-hmm. oh no yeah he's he's hurt yeah, in yeah, quotations yeah. but when everything stops mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. they're taking him out on the stretcher like oh shit something happened right like yeah. oh this is bad it, it sucks to win that of the building yeah, yeah. it, it kind of just sits there and like oh no i hope he's not and literally social media we posted mm-hmm. it in our on our all our pages you yeah. know ray phoenix uh, apparently got hurt at a aw pro show in austin texas mm-hmm. um and you know we're just hoping for the best yeah. meanwhile while this is happening during impact's wrestling show they're having a phenomenal match because it's taped. They're having yes. a phenomenal match with LAX and beat them for the Impact Wrestling Tag Titles. Uh-huh. So now, like, uh oh. <laughs> so like in theory, right? Even though all these shows are taped, yeah. they lose the MLW Tag Titles on Saturday, but then on TV, at least on TV, even though yeah. they, they they're already the champions, they win the Impact Tag Titles and Impact Wrestling. So it, it's it's a crazy time to be a wrestling fan. It's so mm-hmm. crazy right now. So. The following morning, P, uh, shout out to our boy Mike Johnson from VW Insider. They um they they definitely put out an exclusive that it wasn't a stinger that okay. people speculated that um it was a stinger. And and one thing I always tell people, I mean I do it. I always try to get it from legit sources. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to go by here say or she. Yeah. What's up, bro? Uh, my daughter wanted me to say what's up. What's up, Lily? <laughs> what up, Lily? <laughs> Hi. <laughs> So um, I try to always mm-hmm. check who posts it. Like, if it's not from a legit source, yeah. I'm not going to post it. Well, and, and even if it's from a legit source. And sometimes I get it wrong. Yeah, because, I mean, just looking at it, like, e- even with, with that with that injury, mm-hmm. right? It could be really bad at the beginning, but it, it may also be, you know what, just your your body just needs to catch up, you know, and... and, and be okay and that's what happened words. that's what happened with ray phoenix a lot of people yeah. thought it was a stinger which it ended up not being a stinger mm-hmm. um thankfully you know even though it's still bad but hey yeah. he's gonna he's gonna get up he's not gonna be out for too long apparently it was a, a muscle contusion on his yeah. neck mm-hmm. so that's involved bruising you gotta be careful though you have to be careful neck, yeah. Yeah. and you know it's not that bad he shouldn't be missing that much time um he'll be ready for no. especially wrestlemania week because that's like the big week you mm-hmm. know for all these independent talents not only yeah. WWE guys but independent talents so that relates to the story that I'm going to share to you, with you guys now mm-hmm. last night I attended a show last minute very last minute in Queens uh, how many how, shows have you gone to uh, we're at four <laughs> so <laughs> Leo how many have you gone you, you to past me man <laughs> so I attended House of Glory last night because the Lucha Brothers were scheduled to be there yeah Sammy Callahan was also scheduled to, uh, also scheduled to be there in LAX LAX are they started there. They were EYFBO before they became yeah. LAX, um, Santana Ortiz. And, you know, they're like homegrown, homegrown guys for that promotion. Mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily a House of Glory fan. I really don't like the promotion. But I was like, you why know not, what? Why not, Mario? It's a good, it's a good I, I'm, promotion. I'm, I'm going to get to that. But um, uh. I mostly went there for Pentagon. Like, I, okay. I, I had to try to meet this dude. So I ended up meeting Pentagon Jr. I had a conversation with him, asked him about his brother. In, in so, Espanol? Yes, I did speak Spanish. I'm not going to speak it on air now. But um, I guess you, I could give you guys a, a, a Lucha exclusive, maybe? You want to call that? Yeah. So, what, so, you speak in Spanish? Was the Lucha exclusive? No, not that. No? Okay, sorry. See, your comedy's trash. That's why okay. people aren't you know, reacting <laughs> to it. Uh, <laughs> by the way, Lily said hi. Thank you. You made her day. There you go. See? Sammy Suplex, making making girls happy. Go. So, having do. a quick conversation with Pentagon Jr., yeah. I asked him about his so, brother. Did he say, orale? No, no. He was very, very... <laughs> 
very laid back dude. Completely, no, no, my miss. Not, not like his gimmick. Not like okay. his gimmick. Very laid back. Which, which is funny because, and that's one of the things that I, that's always that I've liked about wrestling and mask and things like that. When you look at these guys when they take off their mask, like they're nothing what you think of. Like I remember when when Rey Mysterio took his mask off, I was like, "Yo, this yeah, guy looks like, like a fucking cholo." Yeah, like he, he looked like a kid. <laughs> yeah, like it didn't match anything that that had to do with Rey Mysterio, and and it kind of happens with like even the 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 other guys. Tony Tony Schiavone always on his podcast when uh-huh. they um. They always talk about like Rey Mysterio, whether it's a mistake or not in WCW when they unmasked him. Yeah, right. he was like, he's like, I thought, I thought it was a great thing. I think he's a, a very handsome young man. <laughs> That's what Tony Schiavone <laughs> always says. But after talking to Penta and asking him about Ray Phoenix, yeah. um, he goes like, um, and I was thinking to translate to English. He goes, Orale. no, okay, sir. Um, he says, uh, you know, he got banged up. Uh-huh. He just needs some rest. It's not that ser- like he not that serious like what everybody expected it to be. He said the doctor told him six weeks, which uh-huh. really isn't nothing. No, right. but he told me, knowing my brother, he's gonna try to do it less than six weeks. Of which course. there, you know, I get it, the passion for the business, but on paper it's really six weeks. Yeah. Um, is he gonna cut it down? I think that all depends on Ray Phoenix, but mm-hmm. hopefully everything goes well and he'll you know he'll, whether it's six weeks. Three weeks, four weeks, whatever it is, yeah. he's back up and running and doing what he likes to do. We got people here in the chat saying what's up to us and what's up to everybody that's with us. James Espanto, Gabrielle, Jose of the Regans of Wrestling. Um, we also have a couple of people. Jamie Salmons out there. Um, Jamie Salmons was talking about the Usos, uh, that they're looking to uh, leave the WWE. That's one of the things that's going around there. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, I don't know. But what, what he was saying is, what if they make the Samoan dynasty? Kind of like with the hearts. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> See, jumping ahead to it. And uh, Jose is saying that uh, about Pentagon. He's a super chill guy, but when he's getting ready, you better let him focus. I think that's a lot of wrestlers, yeah. though. Yeah. That's a lot of wrestlers. And I yeah, think we'll, if you... We'll get to that, too, with Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, real quick, House of Glory. Um, like I said, I'm not, I'm not a fan of the promotion. Yeah, but No, I'm not. No. I go to wrestling shows. You don't remember? Remember the oh, gimmick? Sorry. Okay, we got it. <laughs> so they, it's, it's the venue, and it surprises me because one, one of the guys venue? that one of the yes NYC Arena in Queens. Because I remember you, you had the same kind of issue when you went last time with the heat. And I went that, AC. and I went back there. The, the first time I attended one of these shows. This is the second time I attend the show for this promotion. Okay. The NYC Arena. It just looks like a fucking club. Like not even like a nice club. It looks like a very urban ghetto okay. club. There's no other nice way of putting it. So okay. all those people that follow Hog, I'm not trying to diss them. It's just, to me, it's not a wrestling venue. Well, okay. I was telling Mario, it reminds me more of like a wrestling school than an actual promotion. Okay. Th- there's nothing wrong with that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh-huh. But that's, it doesn't come off as like a legit promotion like MLW or, or ROH or anything like that. And the thing is, too, you have a guy like Amazing Red that is behind Hog. And, yeah. and listen, I'm only judging it, judging it by the two shows I went to. The first show was um the Dudleys, the Hardys, LAX before they were LAX. And I can't think of the fourth team in a four-way for the HOG tag titles. That was the uh-huh. main event. And I don't know, man. And I remember coming out of there, I'm like, yo, this venue's trash. Yeah. Anyways, I attended the show. And one thing I did notice that the the ropes were a little bit uh, a little bit loosey goosey. Okay. When I tell you throughout the night, those ropes broke twice in two different matches, two different fucking matches. Like, what's wrong with you people? If you're running a wrestling promotion, 
there's always got to be a plan B. Like, what, what's wrong with you? And it's not a wrestling promotion that just started up and running, right? They've been doing this for a while now. Yeah, they, what, two years now? No, 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 longer than that. Longer I think than they've that? been doing it seven years. Oh, wow. Like I was saying, I, I think it's more like a school, and I feel like they had some young kid doing mm-hmm. ring crew that night. And I mean, that, but you that can, kid you is can probably have, still running laps but right now. You can still have a young kid do it. But you still have to have a veteran check it out. Yeah. Like you still have to have somebody that that's been in the ring that understands. Like, and and this is us looking at from the outside. Mm-hmm. If you could see that the the ropes are loose, hello, they're loose. I don't even blame the talent. I blame the promotion. Yeah. So you could see that they were loose before they even broke. Yeah, that bottom rope. Like, let me put it this way: uh-huh. that bottom rope needed some blue chew. <laughs> <laughs> so. The the ropes are loosey goosey. They broke twice in two different matches, mm-hmm. and then the third, the, the the second time it broke, it was during a triple threat match with three incredible talents. And one of the guys I'm not familiar with, his name is he's Puerto Rican. His name is Mantequilla. He wears a mask. I know Mantequilla. Mantequilla. Yes, I know. Oh boy. And me being a, a jerk that I am, I was like, I'm not calling him Mantequilla. I'm gonna call him Manteca. Mantequilla. <laughs> you serious? Mantequilla. So the other dude is this dude. He's a HOG regular name. Um, okay, I just put Mantequilla into Google and it says Mantequilla in English. So we're going to put wrestling. Go ahead. Keep going. You see the part that I'm talking about? Keep that going. You, go, you, you drift off? If I had the ability to turn his mic off, I would. <laughs> then the other dude is named, this dude named Ken Broadway. He's really, really good. He has like this, I'm a millionaire type gimmick, but he's yeah. really good in the ring. This and is then, my new favorite wrestler. And then you have JT Dunn, which I've seen him a bunch of times. Um, in the Indies, he wears a mask. Yes. Oh, look at Montequilla. So we were actually sitting next to uh, JT Dunn's uh, significant other, mm. and she was like super hot. She was like, "He better not wrestle in these, these messed up ropes." And what happened during this triple threat match, which should have been an incredible match, yeah. the ropes break. But Dang. somehow, wow! Check this out. Somehow, and you could check my IG stories because I posted a lot of clips of this mm-hmm. match. Somehow, even with the broken ropes, they made it still an entertainment match. So I can like I give them nothing but praise to all three men. That's and good. and that's one of the things that a lot of people don't don't see. Like, oh, the 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 match was trash. Okay, but you have to see what happened. You know what I mean? Like, he can't control that the ropes broke. But if you make chicken salad out of chicken shit, that's like exactly what says, they did. And and it's entertaining. Like mm. you got to give those guys props in what they're able to do. So during intermission, um, I think the dude's name, he used to be the announcer for Russell Pro. Now he announces for HOG, which he's super annoying. This guy named Chris Adams. Okay. Um, he announced that they were getting new ropes, that it was on the way. Like, why is it on the way? Like, shouldn't you have extra ropes, like, there? Yeah. Why is it on the way? So Should we even have backup against some shit happens it, here? It, it, <laughs> you know, we, 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 done, we done it, you know, like Bush League, but we still manage, right? Figure it out, man. So, they finally fixed the ropes. Thankfully, they did fix the ropes for, I guess, the most important match of the night, which was the the originally was the Lucha Brothers versus LAX for the yeah. HOG tag titles. Um, obviously, Ray Phoenix wasn't there, so we got a treat and we got Sammy Callahan nice. tagging with uh, Pentagon. And for one night only, I thought they were gonna. Were they beefing? Impact. Impact. Ah, okay. Different promotion. Watch wrestling, bro. Keep no, it up. I watch wrestling. I'm just saying, like, okay, no, but but that's the thing, like. Congratulations, you played yourself. See, I could shut that one up. <laughs> uh, but, uh, um, but with something like that, wouldn't you carry it over to the other promotion? Some, it doesn't work that way. Different Listen, universe. Rich, DC, Rich, Marvel. Rich no, no, Swan is a heel in MLW now, but he's okay. a face in Impact Wrestling. No, but wouldn't it have more like more power behind it if you were to follow it through? 
like he said, different promotions, okay, different universe. That's fine. I stay out of it. You guys were right. <laughs> so then you, you don't have know to what play. The fuck you talking? <laughs> so so during this match. By the way, if you guys want to buy that shirt, you can go to losrated.com. <laughs> you could buy that. Hit it right there. You could buy the. Something's wrong with your computer, bro. There's nothing you don't wrong know with what it. the fuck you're talking. Why did it cut off? See, no, that I was me. Yeah, that was probably me. Okay, yeah, go okay. ahead. See, um, <laughs> so for one night only, they were not called the Lucha Brothers. They were called the Chubby Brothers. The Chubby Brothers. And I support it because no, I'm a chubby that. guy. I'm, I'm a chubby I'm guy, a chubby so brother. I support it. I'm fuck both brother. of y'all, get chubby guys. Well, you're just old. <laughs> it has nothing to do with being chubby. <laughs> go ahead. So. Overall, I think it was just really a one-match card, and I don't blame the talent. I blame the promotion, mm-hmm. and, and now I know why I don't go to House of Glory show. So, House of Glory, I give you the biggest. Congratulations. You played yourself. Because you should have extra ropes. At you should least. always have a plan B, and it just shows why I have a negative vibe towards the promotion. The ropes shouldn't break in the first place, and like I said, whoever whoever – put the ring together that night is probably still running laps so that's a damn shame that that happened but you want to talk about uh the mlw show that we went to yeah man let's talk about mlw (laughs) (laughs) from a negative to a positive yeah man um so we um we we had a little commercial with tommy dreamer yes uh a little plug yeah let's start off with with the backstory uh, with that the backstory so we're waiting in line to meet tommy dreamer and I don't have any, um, you know, plan to get a picture with him or anything like that. Okay. Mario's standing in front of me. And I'm talking. I, I'm a talker. This is what I do. I like to talk. I'm and just he talking, is a talker. I'm talking, I'm talking, having, we have conversations about House of Hardcore. Yeah. Uh, when, um, when they were going to have an, another show, I think Tommy said possibly June or July, he said? Yeah, he was uh, worried because uh, Impact Wrestling is running the venue in uh, May. Mm-hmm. And then MLW's returning in June. June. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a lot of wrestling to be, you know, back to back to back. Mm-hmm. As the conversation ends, I go, man, I really enjoy the House of Horrorcore show. Keep up the good work. And he totally ignores me. <laughs> and Tommy Dreamer is one of my favorite... <laughs> wrestlers i mean i feel like i have a connection with him man i saw his last wwe match at the izod center i've been uh so many house of hardcore shows i've Uh had conversations with him before he obviously didn't remember my face let me me put it this way right so i'm like i'm telling tommy like when we're wrapping it up right i'm telling tommy like tommy regardless what you do just keep doing your thing man like you're you're nothing but like you know like an inspiration to people right and he Uh gives me he shakes his hand shakes my hand or whatever and he's like i appreciate it and then sam says something Tommy doesn't even sell it like nothing, yeah. and then Tom, and then to I look the at Sam, person. and Sam just instantly had this on his face. It was, it was rough. <laughs> I I was like, damn, I was I was stewing. I, I see I see Sam. I went back to my seat and I started uh-huh. stewing. And I'm sorry, like, what's Sam. wrong, bro? What's wrong? And he's like, yo, I'm kinda, and he goes like he goes like I'm kind of still pissed off that Tommy just played <laughs> me like that because I, I kind of said something. I was like, uh, nobody fucking listens to me, and I was like, <laughs> and I said it loud enough. I know. <laughs> That Tommy definitely heard me. And I'm not, I was pissed. So I'm instantly right because I'm like, yo, this is gonna be a great podcast story. Yeah. I'm not making it any better. I'm making it any better. And I'm telling Sam, well, I'm just a talker. I'm, I just talk, man. This yeah. is what I do. I'm just a talker. So I'm sitting in my seat and I'm a little, I'm a little salty. Uh-huh. And uh, Mario's like, hey, you want anything to drink? And I'm like, yeah. Water. I just have a water. The water's fine. <laughs> and I'm sitting there. I was like, man, I'm gonna make this right because uh-huh. 
I don't want to not like who the fuck is Tommy? Like, yeah, I don't I don't want to <laughs> hate Tommy Dreamer. Like I say, he's one of my favorites, man. He's uh-huh. one of my favorites. So I went back over there and I started talking with him. I was like, listen, I got this podcast that I'm doing. It's called the Lucha uh-huh. Outsider Show. Would you be able to do a, a video? And he did the video for us, and it was wonderful. I didn't have to tell him anything. Yeah. He did the two sweet amigos, and it's a great, a great plug for us. Mm-hmm. And uh, he signed an autograph for me, and I patched things up with Tommy Dreamer, mm-hmm. and it was it was good. Nice, but I did feel some type of way when he uh, ignored me. But uh, <laughs> when when that happened, did you want to do? Did you want to take him to? Suplex City, bitch. I did, but he probably would have took me there. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. But it's all right. Now you got a story out of it. Yeah, it, it was absolutely. a great. And I told, and it's funny because I was telling Sam, I'm like, bro, you know, we have to tell this story in the yeah. podcast. And he was like, mm. no, nah, I don't want to do it. I'm like, bro. And I was telling him to tell the story before he even made amends with Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah, it's funny. And, yeah. and and that's the thing. Like, you also have to understand, like, a lot of these wrestlers, just like us, they can have a bad day. That's what I was feeling because we saw him at the after party. Um, we wound up at Teddy Hart's house, and we'll get into that later on. And he was still kind of like very serious. Yeah. And he and, took and Sam took it personal. I think he just had an off day, bro. No, I, I know, but at the same time, nobody <laughs> fucking like he doesn't get a chance like, to have an off day. It was my time. <laughs> I'm Sammy Suplex. It was Sam, my time. Sam no, was so hot, bro. It was so fucking funny because <laughs> Sam, like, for those that don't know Sam or just starting to get to know Sam, you know, the friends of the show or whatever. Sam's like a very laid back guy. That's why I thought it was a great addition to to for him to be part of the show. Yeah, because you know he kind of levels like even when it comes to me, Leo. Because you know I know the friends friends of the show hate Leo. No, they don't. They love me. Yeah, right. And, you know, oh, and I attend to, to heal off while Sam brings, you know, he brings like there's a level to the show. So yeah. Sam's like a very positive, laid back guy. So to see him all bent out of shape because Tommy <laughs> kind of like. Like Tommy didn't want to talk to yeah, me. I see, he was just like, <laughs> I'm like. And then even at, at the after party that we were at, at, like I remember like driving, you know, when we're driving back, he was like. I think Tommy doesn't like me. I'm like, can you stop with the Tommy thing? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, hey, man, how are you feeling? Because he's, he's older. He's like, what, 40-something, 50-something? Well, now he really he, doesn't like he, you because you fucking called him old. Hey, man, he took a nasty bump in how that match. How does that match. feel, Leo? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> he took a nasty bump in that match. And um, I was like, hey, man, how, how are you feeling? And he gave me a wink, and he said, I'll be all right. But then he went to the back and started talking with Loki and a couple other the the talent that was there. And I was just like, damn. He didn't, he didn't want to chop it up or nothing. Shit, you know what I mean. But I just think he's had uh, he was having a bad day because, like I said, I've I've had conversations with him at House of Hardcore shows before, uh-huh. and he's smiling and shaking hands with everybody, and you know, getting to know everyone and calling us all the wrestling family. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So I just mm-hmm. think that he was having a little bit of an off day. Still love Tommy Dreamer. Still one of my my favorite wrestlers. You know what I mean. Um, Oh, the I, be- our beef is over. The beef. Uh, there was no beef to be. <laughs> yeah, there was. There was, there was no beef. beef. I was, there was beef. I was, little, I was, little I was being a little. A little I was little being a little bitch about a, a, it. A little bit. A yeah, little bit. What, what is that that you always tell us? What is that you always tell us, Leo? Man, the fuck up. No, no. <laughs> Stop See, being a bitch. There you go. <laughs> Finally, bro. You almost, you almost did the job, but you got it. You got it. You ended up doing it. Stop being a so, bitch. MLW was a really good show. Yeah. Ace Austin versus Rich Swan. Um, we saw Teddy Hart in the main event against MJF. Yeah. And we got a chance to chop it up with uh, Teddy Hart during, I think, intermission. And, you know, we, we took pictures of him. We were having a conversation with him. And then one of his handlers was like, hey, um, you guys want to, it's my birthday. You guys want to come to my party? 
No, so, it was Teddy Hart's birthday. Yeah, Teddy Hart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was Teddy Hart's birthday, and he was like, "Hey, um, do you guys want to come to, you know, the after party?" And I was like, "Yeah, I think that would be awesome." So one of his handlers, uh, we exchanged information or whatever. Super cool dude. Um, and we, Orlando was his name. Orlando, yeah, yeah, Orlando was his name, and then Paul was his other handler. Uh, right. Teddy Hart, the dude, the the, the older gentleman, right. super nice guy. And, you know, after the show, we were kind of just kind of hanging out a little bit. And I remember I was a little like freaked out because where they said the party was going to be. Yeah, I was familiar with the neighborhood and we're not going to disclose that information. But I grew up in the Philadelphia area. So I knew of the neighborhood and I go, uh, if this is sketchy, we're out. And I, I, remember, <laughs> I remember telling you, too. And I left it up to you, too. I was like, yo, if you want to go, we could go. If you don't want to go, that's fine. And we kind of both agree, like, yo, if we see, because we don't know. At the end of the day, we don't necessarily don't know what some of the things, what what goes on, you know, right. behind closed doors. So we were like, yo, if we see anything sketchy, then boom, we're out. Mm. So I think we ended up going to Wawa. We got something to drink real quick, and then uh, we, you know, we headed to the place. And the first thing I told you, I'm like, yo, this place doesn't look like a sketchy area at all. Beautiful house. Yeah, it was a really beautiful house, well, and. Well, like I said, I'm a talker. I'm a talker. So um, I've weaseled my way into Ring of Honor after parties and somehow. But this party was like on, on another level type yeah. shit. Yeah. Be- and- beautiful house. Beautiful, uh, fully done uh, basement. Yes. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, full bar. Yeah. Um, like full bar. Like it was like you walked into a bar. Like there was, it was beer, liquor, everything. It, it had like an old school feel to it. Um it kind of, I don't know, very a whole bunch of lights. And, yeah, nope. it's crazy. When we showed up to the house, Teddy Hart was just pulling up. So he saw us. Yeah, he pulled up right next to my car and was like, hey, just park on the grass right over there. I was like, just okay. Park on this the grass. Is fucking nuts. Mm. <laughs> um, I will say uh, I, I was looking at Pillman uh, uh, Jr.'s uh, Instagram story that night, and he said it looked like a, a seafood restaurant. And it did have it that kind of did look like it had a, a bunch entrance. of like like a big swordfish up mm-hmm. on the top. But nice. It was a really 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 cool after party. Loki was there. Um, Homicide. Mario's Rich Swan, Mario's favorite boy. Tommy Dreamer. Mario loves Loki. Um, Monique <laughs> Dupree, who who is one of Tommy Dreamer's like right hand women. Um, also, mm-hmm. um, Simon Gotch from the Vaud Villains was there. Yes. Right. Um, Dave Boy Smith Jr. Brian Pillman Su- Jr. Such an underrated uh, wrestler. Dude. Rich Swan. Was there also, uh-huh. um, yeah, um, uh, Gringo Loco. Yeah. It, it, I, you got familiar with him at L- the MLW show. He was there. Mm-hmm. Um, all in all, and even the wrestling fans that, because that was another thing I was kind of worried about. Like, I don't want to see, like, these wrestling fans, like, be, like, super marks where, like, they're following the talent around. And instead of just having a conversation with somebody, yeah. they're like, hey, can you sign this? But, Hi, guys. But for the most part, everybody, you know, it was a good crew of, of fans that were there. Yeah, really cool people. We and, got to meet uh, Mr. Impact. Yeah, we got to <laughs> we. So I got to meet this guy that I had the wrong stigma about okay and this guy ended up being like the coolest laid back dude that's just a wrestling fan like all of us are so for those that watch impact wrestling um you know the older gentleman a little bit on, on the on the on the chubbier side not, not fat obese but he's a little bit on the on the huskier side the gordo he always he used to wear the ec3 jacket and then he would always be in the front row of almost every impact wrestling show and pay-per-view okay he, he's a he's a silver fox gentleman right? okay like a, <laughs> so we see him there and i was like you know what let me go talk to the guy because I want to know how the fuck he always ends up going to these fucking shows he's always in the front row he's in the front row right so i was like bro 
I need I, to know. I got it. I need to know, man. Do you work for Impact? Like, what's your deal, man? So he kind of goes to the backstory, like how he's been following Impact. So the first time, like I seen him, like in person, was at at a Bethlehem show, like years ago. Uh huh. So. <laughs> See that that that's trash, man. Just trust me. Go, keep going. No, I don't trust you. Keep that's going. Keep going. So, um, so I asked him. I asked him like, hey, I asked him like how he's been going to the show. So he said that you know he started getting familiar with the town the more shows he started going to. Okay. And um, he started getting like the the information before anybody else like hey we're gonna be here if you want to go here. Ah. So he was saying that the way his job works that. He gets to take time off to attend these shows, and it works out good for his job. I think he he said he's like a salesman for like some type of lighting company. So then when he said that, I'm like, bro, don't lie to me. You sold <laughs> lights to Impact, and he's like, no, no, no. Surprisingly, it wasn't it wasn't that. But he said that he kind of knows a lot of people from the wrestling business, and they okay. kind of hooked them up. Like, hey, we're gonna be here, we're gonna be nice. there, whatever. And this dude ended up, you know, he ended up being like the sweetest guy. Like he he's just a he laid back dude. He loves mm-hmm. Impact Wrestling, and I respect him because. He's been following Impact Wrestling before, like this true fan. True fan. Back and to also, the Wednesdays. Not even that, but like Maybe when before? Impact oh. was trash. Okay. Like before they started having like them doing the come up in the last year. Yeah. Like he's been like a loyal fan. Okay. So he was saying like you know when he went to like the Canada tapings, he drove, and then also oh, he went to Canada too. Yeah, he went. He went to the Canada shows nice. too. And I told him like I'm surprised I haven't seen you in the Mexico tapings because I haven't seen him there. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, if it was possible, I'll do it. But he's like, I can't. I can't make it to Mexico. Nah. So um, he's been in the Vegas episode, and he ended up being like a. I think his name was Bill. Really, really cool guy. Nice. Shout he's out just to Bill. yeah. Shout out to Bill, man. Like, I, and I even told him too. I'm like, yo, dude, I had the wrong impression of you. I thought you were gonna be like a snob and shit, cause, <laughs> and. That led to another conversation that Sam and I were having even, like, on the way to the party. I was telling him, like, you know, there's some wrestling fans that think they're better than other wrestling fans and they act like they're actual talent. Yeah. But, like, you're just a wrestling fan like me and you. I don't care yeah, how yeah. many fucking followers you have on Instagram no, or Facebook. Means, bought a nothing. ticket just like us. Like, you're not better than me. Yeah, and, and even even if you have the press pass, right, even if you have the pass that says, okay, you get to go in the back and interview them, you're still a wrestling fan. At the end of the day. You're still yeah. a wrestling fan. You're still going to mark out. Like, you don't have to think that you're better than everybody just because you have something hanging around your fucking neck. Right. You know but, what I mean? But not even yeah. not even that. It's just like, just because you had a conversation with a certain talent or whatever, you think you're yeah. buddy-buddy. Like, I, I don't care how many times you met, like, the Bellas or whoever. Like, it doesn't mean shit. It doesn't, it doesn't mean shit. Like, you, fine, you're a super fan. You have, mm-hmm. I don't know how many followers, but, like, you're no different from no, me and you or whoever. You know what I'm saying? No, like, yeah. you're a wrestling fan. You bought a ticket just like me. Like, just like me. Like, you're no different. That's why, even with us doing this podcast, right, yeah. I don't like to call people that, that check us out every week or listen to the podcast, like, fans. Like, that's no, corny. Because no, no. the only difference between the people that watch this show or listen to us is that I have a mic and you're just listening to us. We're we're all wrestling fans. That's what of we course. are. That's why you're friends of the show. And we always yeah. put it out there. You're friends of the show. And they are? Fox. Part of the show. Part of the show. Come on. He got it. Come on. They're Fox. All right. Guys, mm-hmm. friends of the show. I had a Leo Sh- moment. Sorry. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> uh, Urban renewal for the win. Something similar happened when I went to Long Island Beach is what James Esponto was saying. Uh, guys, share the video. Let the people know that we are here. Remember, you can get your Lucha merch at LuchaOutsiders.com. 
www.losradio.com. Uh, you guys can also check us out on Los Radio, where you're able to find all the old shows and stay up to date with everything that's going on. Now, how was the Teddy Hart party? The Teddy Hart party was awesome. Um, mm. Teddy Hart actually did something really, really cool for me that I'm going to share with you guys towards the end of uh, the James show. James Esponto is saying that uh, Sam Roberts is a dick. He's not a dick. <laughs> I've, I've had many interactions with the guy. He's super cool. I just think um, he has an opinion, and people sometimes don't like each other's opinions. I will say this. He he's with his opinion about I, I disagree Bel-Air. With, I definitely disagree with his opinion uh-huh. about Bel Air, but I respect him because he stands by his opinion. Uh, yeah, I did respect that he said that he was not going to apologize after Mark Henry said that he should, uh, but I, I think he might have a change of heart when he, he runs into Mark Henry in person. <laughs> I don't. I, I think we all might have a change of heart. <laughs> when Mark Henry you first. can't. You can't. Like everybody has their opinion, right? Especially when with the the climate that we're living now, with the whole yeah. AEW stuff or whatever. Everybody has an opinion. You can't get mad at somebody just because they have an opinion. Like no. you can't get mad at them. You could debate with them. Like I think people could debate with what Sam Roberts is saying. And I, for one, do not di- agree with his opinion mm-hmm. one one bit. But I do respect the guy for standing by his word, and he doesn't care what people think. That's his opinion, and that's it. And I, I got, you can't. You gotta not, respect the guy. Like you gotta that. respect the guy, yeah. and he's absolutely not a dick. I've had many many interactions with the guy, mm-hmm. and Sam Roberts. I could say, yeah, he's a wrestling fan, but guess what? He has a he has a successful podcast and he's also on radio. He's on XM radio. So he's yeah. been doing this shit for a while. He's been he is a broadcaster, so mm-hmm. he's a little bit notches above us. Yeah. And okay. somebody just showed up. What the hell? Come here. <laughs> go, go, keep going. Keep going. So um the Teddy Hart party was awesome. Teddy Hart did a favor for me um, that's really, really cool, and we're going to talk about that later. Overall, you enjoyed MLW. It was your first show, right? Yeah, man. That was my first MLW show. Uh, I've been checking it out on the on the Fight app ever since um, we went, and I really enjoyed the product. Um, man, I, I'll just say the Teddy Hart show was um, or the after party was really, really cool. Something special, once in a lifetime thing. I just want to thank him, yeah. um, Orlando, and um, just the whole Hart family. You know, um, uh, Davy Boy Smith Jr. and Brian, Brian Pillman. Everybody they that was so there, nice super, us, super cool. Everybody yeah. was super chill. It was, and even the fans that were there were super chill. Yeah. Um, you want to tell your quick uh, Davy Boy Smith story, real quick? Yeah, man. I saw Davy Boy Smith. It was I haven't been keeping up with his uh, career too much. I mean, I I seen him at uh, I believe a Wrestle Kingdom. Was he at Wrestle Kingdom this year? Or was um, he at he was part. Of, he year? was part of the the pre-show, but the one last year he was in the tag title match. And you know he's a New Japan regular, right? And he's been doing like indies all over, right? So I, I've seen him in, in some of the New Japan uh, shows, whether it was Wrestle Kingdom or something else. But to see him in person, man, he looks a lot like his father now. Yeah, he like, looks just like British Bulldog. Nothing like he did in WWE. He looks just like Davey Boy Smith. And I'm like, wow. And we told him that, too. Right. But I was going to say, man, if he were to gain 30 or 40 pounds of muscle, you would just you'd be a clone of him. But then I started to think, like, am I going to offend him? Is he going to come off and be like, <laughs> oh, the fuck are you, you little shit? <laughs> you tell me I got to stop being a gain bitch. 40 or 30 pounds. Stop being a bitch. Just tell the man what you think. No nah, man, I, yo, that's, that's a, a big, that's a big boy, that's bro. That's a big boy. Yo, and he does like MMA stuff too. Like, that's the type of that's, dude that you do not fuck with at I all. I uh-huh. was talking to him about the match that he had that night, and he did say that there was some miscommunication. They were shooing a little bit. Yeah, and he uh-huh. had to check uh, uh, the Ray boy Phoenix. Ray Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, man. It 
at one point, man, they they were really beating the crap out of each yeah, other. Yeah, they were definitely like, shooting. Definitely shooting. Is this pro wrestling or is this a fight? Like, what's going on? Well, you got to keep bitches in check. Yeah, man, it, it was wild. His whole chest was lit up. Yeah. So there was definitely something going on there. Um, but now, okay, so on something like that, do you think that after the match they like they just squash it and say, okay, you know what, I was out of line or whatever? I'm sure. I'm sure they probably had a conversation after the, the match. Yeah, you uh-huh. got to keep it professional, man. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, but that's their business. But he did say that it. it that he definitely had to um, remind him. You know, and I, I was like, "Hey, man, it looked like you guys were getting uh, a little intense." And he said, "Yeah, I, I had to remind him, you know, not to take liberties, uh, something to that effect." And uh, you know, we moved on from that, and we just kept talking about our stuff. But man, it was a once in a lifetime thing. Great, great time, and mm-hmm. um, everybody was super cool. Yeah, Teddy Hart, um, that guy, he has a, a bad rap with some people because of whatever happened at a ROH show years ago. But this guy. He's not only an amazing professional wrestler, he's, but I feel like he's really doing a great job of trying to clean up his act, and he's doing the right mm-hmm. thing now. And really nice guy, and I mean, and he's gonna always be on my good graces, even before uh, what what he did for me. Um, he, I've the the many interactions that I've had with this guy, mm-hmm. he's always been super cool. Yeah, and and uh, you should always take that too. You know, if you have a bad interaction, go back to what we just said before. You know, they they're regular people just like you and I, so they they could have a bad day. Absolutely. Um, just give him another chance, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So uh, now, watching the show, right, anything that stands out to you guys, like as far as you know what, I didn't, I was shocked by this, like what was Waller happening throughout the, the show. Yeah, title. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much the only one I could think of. Uh, mm-hmm. Filthy Tom Waller uh, beating low-key in a somewhat of a quick match. They kept mm-hmm. saying he was undefeated for 15 years. How long has MLW been around? Well, MLW's first... It was out inca- of business. <laughs> MLW's first incarnation was in the early 2000s, and then they shut down, and then, uh, whatchamacallit, they they then ended up coming back. It was going to supposed mm-hmm. to be like a one-time deal show, like a one-night okay. oldie somewhat, and right. then it was so successful then right. that they were like, fuck it, let's just keep going. And yeah. shout out to Court Bauer. He's doing a phenomenal job with yeah, MLW. It, it's a great so, show, man. Yeah, make sure you guys – it's an easy hour to watch. Yeah. They have live specials on BN Sports. Nice. So, yeah, check out MLW. But um, in other wrestling promotion news, we're going to touch on AEW, but two quick things on Impact Wrestling. Impact Wrestling is going to have their their uh, next pay per view is going to uh, late April, uh, April what is this April twenty eighth okay twenty eighth it's going to be called Rebellion off a uh, Rebel in in Toronto Canada okay that's why they called it Rebellion get it Rebel uh, nice so um yeah that should be a pretty cool uh, pretty good show Impact Wrestling they they've been stepping their game up and also uh, WrestleMania week April fourth in Rawway New Jersey. Um, for those that are attending for WrestleMania, whatever, they're actually gonna have a impact show. They're working together with MLW, so they won't um, be like having the show at the same time because okay. they use the same the streams, pretty yeah. much because they they use the same talent. Okay, so they're joining forces, and Impact Wrestling is gonna have a show called United We Stand. So nice. MLW is gonna have their show, uh, I believe, from seven to ten or we'll seven from ten thirty, and we'll be there in Queens and Melrose Ballroom. I, I probably won't be there. And then afterwards, you could head over to Rawway, New Jersey, and the show, I think, starts at 11 in Rawway. You're going to have Impact Wrestling's United We Stand, and they already announced one of the matches will be the Lucha Brothers, Ray Phoenix and Pentagon Jr. versus RVD and Sabu. Nice. Mm -hmm. Nice. It's going to be called the Extreme Dream Match, so I'm sure it will have extreme rules in this match. There will be a table. There will be a table. At least. And chairs. (laughs) 
So, um, so what else is going on with with wrestling? Wrestling. Wrestling. Yeah. Woo. Good wrestling. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think we got to talk about AEW, right? Absolutely, man. That, that I think uh, I think that take party. Yeah. I believe it's already sold out. They've sold what twelve thousand presale. They they've it's really impressive. They're judging by the signups for the presale. Okay. That's going to end up being a sellout because the presale is basically it's not even an actual presale. You're sending your email out to them, mm-hmm. and then they send you back the code uh-huh. when they go on and sale. And then the tickets go on sale. I believe Monday. Okay. So and this Monday meaning tomorrow. So when they. Based on the the amount of pre-sales, like I think they've gotten like over fourteen thousand pre-sale like emails, like you know people are trying to get tickets. They're yeah. gonna go like hotcakes, mm-hmm. and, and then people half, are gonna try to sell them on StubHub. Half of them will be on StubHub for twice the amount. And if you yeah. do that, fuck you. Because <laughs> there you go, Sam. You, know you have no, ruined no, no, no. WWE access WrestleMania weekend. Go ahead, Sam. And if you ahead, are one of those motherfuckers that buy tickets and resell them go, on Sam. StubHub, he's looking at the camera. I will find you and I will kick. Your ass Shut myself. Sorry. He was looking at <laughs> not, not you, Sam. It's oh. fucking Leo. Whoa, he gave me the finger. No, not you. Leo. Oh, okay, I'm behind the camera. No, Sorry. give him the finger. <laughs> I love Leo. <laughs> uh, so, no, and, and that's true. Because remember when we were having the conversation, Mario, about um, All In, mm-hmm. right? And we had some people that we know say, no, that's not going to be a sellout. Like, that's just stuff. Up. Like, okay. It still winds up selling out, though. It's still going to sell out. Yeah. You know, you're still going to have people interested in the show. You're still going to have people go to the show. But I think that this kind of takes away, like, you know how they used to do, like, the, the last-minute deals, like, where, the, where the, the, the venue itself would give you, like, the partial view, seating, or whatever? You don't get that anymore because you don't even know if the sellout is going to be a true sellout or not. So you don't get these extra, oh, we just opened up the third tier. You don't get that anymore. I, I really hate StubHub. And Stub, StubHub is a gift and the curse. Yeah. That's that's the best way to put it when it comes to yeah, StubHub. Like, it, buying a ticket now for, like, what you well, we were talking about uh, earlier this week, like, access. Yeah. 300 to $400 to meet Shane McMahon or Ronda Rousey or AJ Styles or any of these guys that are yeah. in the VIP but, tier. It's ridiculous. But you know who I... When it comes to that, you know why it's that high? I blame WWE. Because WWE high-priced all their fucking shit, right? So... For like Ronda Rousey, it's like a buck and some change, right? One hundred ninety dollars. It's two two hundred bucks to meet Ronda Rousey, yeah. right? Then you go on StubHub. Obviously, you're gonna make a profit out of it. And the problem is us as fans, not me, you, or Leo. Yeah. But people continue buying this shit, right? Whether it's on WWE or on StubHub, paying five hundred something dollars overpriced, they still spend the money. So yeah. the only way you're gonna show WWE to lower their prices a little bit is stop fucking buying them all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, they're they're gonna buy them with the bots regardless. Mm-hmm. So it, it it kills everyone. But uh, there has to be a way for them to be able to to circumvent that, like with the bots and things. You know, like right now everybody has like, oh, if you're a robot, click on this. Like there has to be a way. Maybe it benefits the WWE and whoever the the people are that are putting this together. Because you know what? Hey, we put them out. We put them out. They all get sold out, and then we don't have to worry about, you know, selling out the show. Now, these companies have to worry about it. So you kind of have to blame both of them because at the end of the day, a show that you could have gone, and I remember when I went to WrestleMania, I think I paid 3500 and I was able to go to Access, and I was able to go to the Hall of Fame, and I was able to go, like, really close 
to the to the to the ring, right? You can't do that anymore. With the three thousand, you're only gonna go like get the nosebleeds and maybe one more show. That's ridiculous. If you look right now, Ticketmaster is selling the platinum seats that I, I'm sitting closer because I got lucky and I got my ticket pre-sale. Uh-huh. Um, but if you look, they're like like level 200 for 890 dollars uh, it's ridiculous by the way we just put the two sweet amigos shirt off for sale you guys can go to luchaoutsiders.com you'll be able to find it i'll show you guys after the show it's actually really good <laughs> yeah um go so so back to aew so it's potentially to sell out um but let's talk about the press conference uh what happened uh th- there's a lot of talk with aew in a good way I was kind of actually wanted to go left and talk about the controversial stuff that came out of that. Okay, so go ahead. Um, they there's this big thing going on right now for AEW, and I try to focus on positive, but I think I want to talk about the negative first before we focus on the positive, because it's making the rounds. Not a lot of people are leaning this way, but one of the things that came out of this press conference is like they AEW is really trying to make a difference, and no matter what. Your color, your sexual preference, what you claim you are, they're really trying to open barriers. Oh, okay. You're talking about the uh, transgender yeah. uh, wrestler that they signed? Mm-hmm. Uh, Which there's nothing wrong with that. But right. not only not even, not even, only just a uh, transgender wrestler, not even just only her, but also Sonny Kiss, um, he's a gay dude. Mm-hmm. Um, he's actually from Jersey. You've seen him in Lucha Underground, and he's been making the rounds in the indies, like, all over the place, right? Right. Um, very feminine act. Uh, okay. He's openly gay, and they've also given him shine. He's wrestled not only men, but women. Mm-hmm. He's wrestled, you know, intergender, all that okay. kind of stuff. Um, and, I mean, the way he acts, the way he looks, I mean, you know he's a man, but you know he's more towards that female side okay you, you so a lot of people were making a big deal about that but i think a lot of people that that were really bent out of shape was the mm-hmm. transgender uh transgender nyla the hell's her name nyla rose nyla rose okay now if you look at this chick nyla, nyla rose she looks like a girl like if you was to tell me yeah, she's transgender i would be like really like i wouldn't be yeah. like oh i could see that no she looks like a female mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but she's been wrestling for a while, guys. It's not like she just started wrestling. No, she's been in Japan. She's been all over the place. She's wrestled like known stars, like Jim, like um, Havoc, uh, okay. Sammy Callahan's girl. Okay, that like she's known. Um, I personally didn't take offense to it. Um, maybe because I'm not a homophobe and I just don't care. Like whatever yeah. your personal business care. is, your personal business. As long as you're good in the ring, I don't care. Right. Based on some of, uh, and I'm, I'm not familiar with her at all. Mm-hmm. But just based on some of the stuff I, I did look up about uh, from her, I mean, she's good in the ring. I mean, I, I don't think AEW is going to give the spotlight on this talent if they weren't good. Okay, right. Because right. and and you have to come out the gate, especially now with AEW, like you know, the, with all the signings that they're doing. Yeah. You, I feel like uh, you're signing workers. Yeah. Like if you can work, if you're a hand, if you can put on a, a good match, they're gonna sign you, and th- that's what it comes down to. I feel like their uh, product is gonna be based on in ring, and it doesn't matter your nationality, your sexuality, mm-hmm. your, your mm-hmm. creed. As long as you can work, they're gonna sign you. If you can put on a good match, they're gonna sign you. So, and I, I think with for the most part. 
just based on some of the contract situations with a lot of these uh, talents, you know, like Jimmy Havoc and yeah. and and Sammy Guevara, which, you know, he's a current uh, AAA Cruiserweight champion, which it's funny because AAA is now in business with uh, AEW. They're, they're, you know, they're... Which that's they're, the best thing they could have done. Which we talked about it so many times, you know, before the AEW became a thing. We're like, the best way to do it is cross-promote. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, with some of these talents, they're definitely hiring workers. And also giving spotlights to people that maybe didn't get necessarily shine in other places that that are known. AEW is going to be a platform where once this TV deal gets announced and they start putting out these pay-per-views, a lot of these people that we didn't know who they were or whatever, or maybe we heard of them but never seen their work, they're going to be put out there in Mm. TV where millions of people are going to see. Like Jimmy Havoc, you know, I know who Jimmy Havoc is. We all know who Jimmy Havoc is, but maybe some people that are just WWE lifers or that don't go to indie shows when they see, like, who the hell is this guy or whatever, and then, like, hey, this guy's been wrestling for a while. They'll be pleasantly surprised, I think. And I, I feel like it, it's a step in the right direction. It shouldn't matter um, your sexuality, your nationality, or mm-hmm. anything like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. If you can work, bring your your craft to the ring, and, you know, people will enjoy it. You know what I mean? It, it, like Mario said, if we didn't know she was transgender, we would have just assumed that she was, uh, you know, a female. I and mean, for years yeah. they said that China looked mannish. Yeah. I no, mean, but I'm saying, like, like in wrestling, you're always going to have that. And it's a shame because you cover so many people, right? Like, why worry about that? If she's good in the ring, yeah, then let her do her thing. Yeah. You know, let her do her thing. Go ahead, Mark. So, um, where do we want to start with this AEW stuff? Um, just let's touch on the importance. Well, stuff, we got think? Kenny Omega. We know where he signed. Yeah, I, I mean that was a given. I think. I think yeah. at the, once we once we didn't see him at the Royal Rumble, which a lot of you sheep thought we were going to see Kenny Omega. At I the thought Royal we Rumble. were going to see him at the. Yeah. Congratulations, you played yourself. A lot of you sheep that thought that we were going to see him in the Royal Rumble, it's impossible to see Kenny Omega in the Royal Rumble if he was still under contract. It wasn't going to happen. I don't understand how people... Even if he was going to be in WWE, he still couldn't be there. He couldn't be there because he was still under contract. A boy, Jamie Salmons, is saying AEW is going to be a difference maker. I agree. I think it is going to be a difference. It's definitely going to be a legit... Not saying... Mm. Not saying that the Ring of Honors and the New Japans and and MLW and Impact, they're not. I'm not saying those ain't options, but no. AW is gonna be that option that maybe ain't gonna be in the same level as WWE, but it's gonna be like right there. Right. But but that's the thing. So and and you and I were having this conversation. I remember like maybe a year ago, back when you had the 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 territories, right? Back when you had the territories, you didn't have that one exclusive deal, that one main place for you to showcase it. You had NWA, but you didn't have a place to showcase it. Now, what you're able to do is you're able to bring everything together into one place. With AEW, that's why you need to work with other promotions because then that's what actually allows you to then bring these guys in that might not get that exposure, kind of like what you guys said before. With All In, I didn't know who the hell Bandito was. Now I know who he is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now I know who he is, and now you're able to follow these guys. And now you're, okay, okay, so Bandito's here. Let me go and watch this this uh, this show. Go ahead, Sammy. I, I feel like back in the day, th- they were able to showcase it um, when there was the territories because uh, they had those local TV shows. So if you Yeah, were, but locally, though. Yeah, if you were working in Florida, mm-hmm. uh, you had, you know, 
people knew Florida Championship Wrestling, and yeah. if you worked in the AWA, you know you had the Chicago promotion. If you worked in WWF or the WWF uh, back in the day, you mm -hmm. were on New York television, and uh, Vince was the one that you know brought it to that national level. Yeah, but um, yeah, but he brought it to the national level, but then excluded everybody else. Well, he, he cherry picked the talent that he wanted. But now what you're able to do with he AEW, mon he monopolized yeah. the wrestling. Business. Now what you're able he to took do with everybody that was good, he took Piper, he took which Hogan, is fine, which is fine. It's it's business. Yeah, you know but what I mean. But the thing was, at that time, yeah, he was taking all these guys, but he wasn't giving nothing back. That's why these promotions either went out of business or yeah. they got bought out by other promotions. But I think okay. So and and I know we're going we're going way back. I know we're talking we we're supposed but, to be talking about Kenny Omega. No 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 no. But but okay. So so look at Kenny Omega. Right. Look at it this way. You can still have Kenny Omega work in New Japan, which he said in his contract that exactly. he's open. See, see, see how I, okay, you can still have him work at other promotions, right? But you're not excluding, you're not keeping Kenny Omega away from these promotions. So now, right. what AEW is doing, and it kind of goes back because I said this thing with All In, with the All In, All In reminds me of WrestleMania, but tweaked a little bit, mm -hmm. where you're doing what Vince McMahon did back in the day, but you're not. Like you're giving something back by giving these guys exposure. Right. So now you're gonna have all these promotions that would want to work with AEW. Okay, now I see. Because now you're able to actually have this super show, this NWA style, right. which that's what they should have done. Right. Not do uh, uh Super Brawl, whatever the hell they did with WCW down in the South. Um, Starcade. Starcade. That's what you should have done. I see. I see. You should have had every single region bring their guys in. Right. And defend those titles yeah. on a national stage. That's what AEW is going to do now. Well, Kenny Omega already went on record um, after he made the announcement that, you know, we saw him at the press conference yeah. and he said he's, you know, he signed a full time deal with AEW. It's a four year deal. He's a VP. Yeah. So we have another member of the elite as a VP. Which is nothing wrong with that. I, how do you feel about that? I feel like it could almost become like a WCW. Yeah, well, like, where does the Bucks stop? Like, I think that's what well, at the as, Young Bucks. As Matt, long no. as all of them have different divisions, like yeah. if Cody just focuses on one thing, it seems like the Young Bucks are only going to focus like on the tag team division. Right. If they all pick and choose like what they're focusing on, and they don't cross each other, then I think it's going to be successful. I think they're going to learn the mistakes from WCW. I hope so. we hope and so. Cody, yeah. I want them to be successful. Yeah, me too. And Cody also went on record that says that. You know, he originally wanted AEW to be like a WCW to just stick it to WWE. Mm -hmm. But, you know, then he was like, you know what? I want this to be different. And then the cons also talked yeah. to Cody and was like, we want this to be different. I think Cody, he wants to grab his father's vision mm. and remix it. Mm. Which is what you have to do. Also, Kenny Omega went on record saying that his plans for AEW, one thing that they're doing is they are open to work with anyone, any company, including the WWE. That would be something. Which I don't see it with Vince. Maybe Triple H. But I don't see it with Vince, you know, um, running the ship, right? Mm -hmm. You know, cruising with the ship. But if Triple H starts steering the wheel, then I could possibly see that happen. What if that meeting that everybody was talking about had nothing to do with Omega going to WWE, but had everything to do with talent going to AEW? It could be, be a possibility. That'd be so cool. But I, that would be a conversation that mm. would be between Kenny and Hunter, not Vince. No, Vince, no, no, no. it's against it. Vince, yeah. there's, Vince is all like, you grab your competition by the throat. Well, I also understand where Vince is coming from because there's that, that 
injury aspect. You know, you go and you put AJ Styles on an AEW show and he mm-hmm. tears his, you know, his quad. Mm-hmm. God forbid. Yeah. Now you're one of your main money makers mm-hmm. is gone for half. Yeah, a but year. I don't think they'll send AJ Styles. So they'll, like, send, they'll sign. They'll send Ty Dillinger. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, mm-hmm. okay, but this is why I see it, right? So you guys remember when Christian? They weren't doing anything with him. Mm-hmm. He went to to Impact to TNA, mm-hmm. became a name for a bigger name for himself, and then he came back stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do the same thing. Do the guys that you're not using. Yeah. Send the Bobby Roode. No, but, send he, the- but here's the thing, though. Vince, at this point, I think he's a little bit shook with not only AEW but just all these wrestling companies that are doing so good, and people yeah. are talking positive. Positive words about all these wrestling company, company, not just AEW, because mm. AEW, we still don't know what it is because we yeah. haven't gotten a first show. All in, yeah. that's a, that was a Ring of Honor show. Yeah, that really. wasn't, you know, that wasn't AEW. Another thing yeah. is, Ring of Honor owns All In. Mm-hmm. They own everything about all the footage, all that. That's Ring of Honor. Okay. AEW's gonna wants to try to buy that from Ring of Honor. Okay. That's a fun fact that people don't know. There you go. Fun fact. So I think Vince kind of feels the pressure a little bit. Mm. That's why he's going all to these talent, all these current talents that he has. He's like, listen, you know your current contract is supposed to end the year. Forget that. I want to sign you to another five year deal. I'm giving you this X amount of money more because he's scared he's of money all these talents yeah. leaving. Because now we have a legit option a B. Yeah. Because yeah. Khan is obviously just throwing all this money out there, or whatever. It's a lot of money. So back to to Kenny Imagine Omega. Imagine if we ever had money like that, where you could just say, hey, you know what, Vincent, you Tony your Khan own is just a fucking wrestling fan that has a shit ton of money. He was like, you know what, I'm gonna hook up with these guys and start a wrestling promotion. Bro, yeah. we, we don't have money. I'm already sending Jamie Salmons, our boy here in the chat, because he wants to know if we want to uh, help out with a promotion in Chicago. Hey, fuck it, let's see what's up. That's awesome. I and like we that. don't have money, we we'll do it. Let's yeah, go. Man. Perfect. <laughs> so with Kenny Omega, obviously we saw Chris Jericho interrupt his uh. His um, you know, yes. his speech, his promo, his uh, you know, his segment, and we had a face off, and then uh, now did you guys see that happening? Like when you kind saw, of, when I you kind saw, of, I was Omega. not surprised. I was not surprised. Okay. I was not surprised for Chris Jericho showing up. I think this is a smart tactic. The money he's making, he better show up. This is a smart <laughs> tactic to have that real rematch from Wrestle uh-huh. Kingdom eleven. No, Wrestle Kingdom twelve. I mean, um, between. The Alpha versus the Omega too. I think it's very, very smart. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's cool. I like it. I like it. I know some people are shitting on it, like, "Oh, well, we've seen that already. Who cares? We're gonna see it again." Okay, we saw Ziggler and AJ Styles thirty-seven times. It was Ziggler and uh, Seth Rollins. Same difference, but no, no, like no, Chris, no. Chris, Chris congratulations, Brown. you played. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to read that right now. Uh, it's uh, Chris uh, Christopher Brown is saying it's like I said to someone on Facebook during the week. Uh, Vince has allowed his sponsors to dictate WWE programming That's very true. for far too long, and fans are looking for alternatives to what the WWE has been pulling out in uh, putting out in recent years. Like it or not, fans are tired of the PG era in the WWE. I agree. I, I agree. I agree. I agree. Hundred percent. Yes. Now. Yes. I also agree, yes! but I don't think. Yes. There you go. I don't think we should blame the PG era. Because, no, because SmackDown has a great product. Exactly. Yeah. But e- but even when you try to do something Attitude Era-ish, people get mad about it. Exactly. So, See, like, people decide. In the words of Daniel Bryan, people are fickled, goddammit. <laughs> there you go. That's the new word. And James, I love you, bro, but I'm not reading that comment because your fantasy booking is, like, completely left, all right? I what like it, though. I like it, but it's not going to happen anytime soon. I would love to see it. Yeah, yeah, we would. That's, that's and, but but that's the thing. So, 
I guess Sammy wants to talk about it. It's too left, man. I love James. James is a good guy. He's a good brother. I love how he torments Leo, but his his ideas are like too left. Like it could happen, especially with the the Uso rumors. But like it's not it's not gonna happen anytime. Listen, God ain't they're set when you Japan at least for the time being. Yeah, they are. Now looking at at names that might go like back and forth, right? You have Dean Ambrose. I think that was the biggest bomb in what the last month. Which people still some some people still think that's a work. I'm leaning more towards the shit. But that that's what I want to know. Do you guys think that it it's it's kind of like the pipe bomb again for him to get well, more money? I will say this, and me and Sam have talked about this. I'm uh-huh. sure Sam is going to share his opinions. Right. If it is a if it's a work, it's probably one of the smartest things WWE is doing right now. Okay. If it's a work, right. I'm leaning towards it's a shoot, and if it's a shoot. Whatever Dean Ambrose decides, I'm not gonna say AEW. Yeah. I'm not gonna say all these. Whatever Dean Ambrose, no, but that decides has to be to, number one on his list. Who knows? We at the end of the day, we don't know what. Mm-hmm. Listen, anybody he's a weird that dude. he's a weird dude, yeah. you can't say, "Oh, he's gonna go to AEW." You, you know how many? You know how many fans a second of the Ambrose rumors are? He's gonna go to AEW. He'll we probably don't show know. up at Hog. And we like set we up don't the ropes. know. <laughs> and, and listen, and for all the people that pay like a bucket some change to uh-huh. meet Dean Ambrose WrestleMania weekend, if you wait a couple months, you either can meet the guy for forty bucks or pay yeah. for free. So I'm gonna give you an early. Congratulations, you played yourself. If you're yeah. spending a bucket, some change to meet Ambrose. But regardless what Ambrose but does... I, I'm sorry, I don't think anybody's worth that much money for you to meet them. I'm sorry, your shit don't stink. Re- regardless what, cold, regardless what Ambrose... Maybe. Regardless yeah. what yeah. Ambrose does, mm-hmm. after his contract is up, if it's a shoot, he's going to be successful because he, he made himself a household name. Yeah. So wherever he goes, he's going to make an impact. And, no even if, and, <laughs> yeah. and even if he goes back to his old gimmick name, now people still know him. Oh, John, people still call him John Moxley to yeah. this day. Go ahead. Well, oh, uh, What do I think yeah. about Dean Ambrose? Sorry, yeah. I kind of spaced out there a little bit. Um, no, it's okay. What do I think? I don't think it's a work. I don't know if he's going to show up at AEW at all. I think he might just relax. That's a stress. Take time off. Because they said he's got money. Like, he puts his money aside. Right. He doesn't it spend it at all. It is a stressful, stressful uh, schedule, man. Mm-hmm. And if you're not being fed creative that you're not liking and you're yeah. putting your body through it. And he was a worker. When he was the WWE champion, he would work sometimes two two matches a night. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I saw him go to the A show and go to yeah. the B show one time um, because they were within driving distance. People tend to forget that. Yeah, man. This guy, he's, well, I he's mean, a in, worker. In any job, though. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, no, no. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking no, about the company. I'm talking about as a fan point yeah. of view. People like to bash Dean Ambrose, mm-hmm. like, oh, he's lazy. He's, sometimes you can't help if he's giving chicken shit, and people forget the shit that he has done. Yeah. Yeah. And when he, a lot of the time, we, we forget that not only are their promo scripted, yeah. but there's agents that go through their match, and there is rehearsal. A lot of mm-hmm. the time, they don't call it in the ring anymore. Yeah. You know, which, which they, uh, I mean, me personally, dying art. Yeah, I, I think they, happening. they should go back because now you're losing it. Like this WWE style, and that's why I think you haven't had a WWE hand go out and be successful in the independent scene because they're so used to the WWE style. Well, Cody Rhodes was a successful, but it, is he WWE style? Well, he he, was, he wrestles he, a safe style. He Let's came not. Up in okay. the WWE I, I style. love Cody. I love yeah. Cody. Don't get me wrong. I love everything he's done. But we're not gonna say that he doesn't wrestle WWE. Style no, no, no. But but I mean like like okay. So take Cody aside. Like somebody like big ass, big ass, your boy. Um, okay. <laughs> he there's there's no like he's a true WWE style guy because did he wrestle before that? Maybe a little bit. 
Yeah, but he wasn't an indie darling or nothing like that. Yeah. He came up in the NXT system, yeah. So, I mean, if we look at it, and I would like to see, you know, even the people in the chat, if they could think of somebody that straight WWE, right? Like, what's your boy, um, Gronk's friend? The one Mojo Raleigh? Him. Mojo. I'm mad that we're he would talking die, about but, Okay, but listen. <laughs> but listen. He would die out there. We're talking about fucking Mojo Raleigh where we could talk about AEW, no, no, some no, of the important okay, shit. Okay, but just listen. If Mojo Raleigh or somebody in that case would go to something like AEW, they would die out there because they wouldn't be able to to improvise and, and they would need to be told I'm everything gonna, that they I'm have to gonna say. I'm going to disagree with what you're saying. You know why? I feel like some of these guys, like a Mojo Raleigh or whoever, and listen, I'm not a fan of the dude at all, even though he's a real nice guy because I got to meet him in New Orleans. Uh-huh. I feel like they might be able to test their waters in somewhere up other places, and maybe since they're not getting cookie-cutter fucking promos, maybe they'll be given mm. a chance to maybe come up with a character of their own, maybe get to say what they really want to do. Because a guy like Mojo Raleigh, which he's not all that in the ring, he's the type yeah. of guy that when he does his YouTube promos or Facebook promos, they're actually really, really good. Okay. So you wish to have him on, do it on screen. Go ahead, Sam. No? Yes? Um, oh. well, I'm trying to get back on track here. Yeah, bro, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank uh, you. We were, we were talking about, um, what? Do you even remember? We were, yeah, talking we were talking about, about AEW, and then this guy goes left and talks about fucking Mojo Raleigh. <laughs> okay, sorry. Now, you see what I deal with? You sorry. see what I deal with? And I told him, I we have a Leo, ton man. of shit to... Th- no, no, don't do that. We're not Leo. doing that. I'm going to go back to my roots, and I'm going to bash this man. You know why? Because <laughs> he does that every fucking time. Every time he either reads an unnecessary comment, love you guys on the show, on the friends of the show, but either an unnecessary comment, or he completely goes left comparing an A talent to Bob Backlund. And now we, he's singing. We missed you, Mario. Just want to make sure that you know uh, that we missed oh, you. We have, to, we have to make up for what we didn't bother you last, you know, when oh, we did the show. Back, Mario. We love you, Mario. All right, so we okay, were go talking Mark. about AEW. Jessica Hoffman saying, not a way I missed. I just <laughs> destroyed Leo right now on the mic. That's what you missed, Jessica. That's what you missed. <laughs> go ahead. <All> right. Man! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Seymour versus SCU. That's a that's a good topic. That, see, this, that, that's cool. I like that. I yes, like that. Shout I out am, to James for I'm, that one. I'm going to give you one of I'm, these. I'm highly excited for that. You got uh, your two veterans um, that can uh, you know be the ring generals in the ring. Mm-hmm. And you got uh, the SEMA guys um, who we haven't seen much of. Yeah, I know I haven't. And I'm very excited to see what they're going to bring to the table. Um you know, how, how do you feel about that? Um, I'm interested to see who Seam was going to uh, pick as his two partners. Right. Um, could, you know, the the OWE promotion from China. So I'm interested to see. And think about it. When Double or Nothing happens, we're going to see a lot of these guys that, you know, some of us ain't familiar with, especially yeah. the OWE talent, because a lot of us ain't familiar with the talent over there. We know a couple of people, like I told you at MLW, Ray Horace, he went to OWE and wrestled a couple matches over there. So there are that's some familiar that's yeah, th- which is Rey Mysterio's cousin. There is some familiar faces, but a lot of these towns we don't know about. Yeah. So and just based on that little clip that they showed us, right. like on the on the press conference, mm-hmm. some of the stuff that they, they're doing in the ring is fucking amazing. Yeah, man. Um Ray Horse, we got to see him at the MLW show. Shout out to him. He uh wrestled Arrow. Arrow Star. Arrow Star was a really good match. And yeah, that was another match that 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 definitely somewhat stole the show. Also, that was probably maybe my second or third favorite match of the night. Yeah. Um. They were, you know, Lucha Libre. So Lucha Libre rules. Can't go wrong with that. Um. After the match, everybody was chanting Lucha Libre. Yeah. So it was really really dope. Yeah. 
And, and, oh, and we made some friends in the line. I forget the guy's name. Yeah, I forget the dude's name, but they definitely like the page on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. Pop and out. I got to meet Selena De La Renta. Oh, my oh. fucking God, bro. <sighs> Take a moment. Whew. Yo, I saw her. Before I even got to meet her, I saw her from a distance, and I'm like, bro, you know who that is? And he's like, no. I'm like, that's Selena De La Renta, bro. Yo, that's oh. my new baby mom. No, I was like, yo, I need to get a drink right now because <laughs> I need to, like, relax, bro. Mario posted her on the Lucha uh, story, and she reposted it, and he was like, yo, I got to go find her now. And I ended up <laughs> talking to her real quick. She's Why? You're a talker. <laughs> I'm a talker, you know. I'm a talker. <laughs> but um, I ended up um talking to her, and she's really, really sweet. Um, and yeah, we had a little cool conversation. Where's the slide in his uh, DM ladies? Um, we don't have that drop because Leo doesn't have. Oh dang. Yeah. So I'm able to do all this. Next right? podcast. Okay. I missed one thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Deal with it. You drift away and say unnecessary yeah. stuff. We're fine. Okay. Um, By the way, the Two Sweet Amigos shirt is available in our store right now. You can go to LuchaOutsiders.com cool. and go check it out. Cool. Uh, Two Sweet Amigos. The Young Bucks and the Lucha Brothers. How do we feel about this? I'm really excited. I'm very excited for this. Um, I think this will steal the show at Double or Nothing. Um, you sure? Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah. is going to be the, the more than More than, than uh, Kenny and Jericho? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I think it will. Yeah, we've already seen... Because you got Pac and Adam Page also on the card, and they're going to fucking tear it up. Yeah, man. This is going to be a crazy card now that I think about it. Now that I'm really thinking about it, this is going to be more of like a... Like a like an older ROA show or, or um, okay. you know, like 2007-ish or... It's going to be an indie show in a big-ass platform. I'm excited for this. Me man. too, man. I'm <laughs> definitely super stoked. Um, but yeah, AEW, they gave us another, I guess, another show, even though it was Facebook Live and YouTube or whatever. I'm excited. There was no pyro. There was smoke, um, but no pyro. But no pyro? No pyro on this press yeah. conference. Not even like like, like the Gilbert ones? No, nothing. No? Nothing. But on the topic of AEW, right, in the last couple of weeks um, before the Royal Rumble and even after the Royal Rumble, there's been all these rumors on potential cha- talent that, you know, want to leave. Obviously, we talked about Dean Ambrose, you know, what could happen with him. Um, but the Revival, it's another interesting tag team that could possibly leave, even though they still have a, a significant amount of time in their contracts. Mm-hmm. Do we see the Revival jump to AEW at some point? Sammy? Maybe their first television show. We see them. Well, it depends if they could get out of the contract yeah. and they yeah. grant how their long, release. Do we know how much time is left? On they have show? about another year left. Oh, mm-hmm. and Vin- then, and Vince then, isn't letting them go. Well, no, he'll do he'll do the Rey Mysterio thing. Yeah, put yeah, him on the shelf and then pay him for just to stay yeah, home. But, but hey, man, if if they keep on doing what they're doing, like on the road or whatever, whether it's house shows or whatever, yo, just keep get that yeah. in ring time yeah. or whatever. And if they get keep on giving shit or whatever, you, you know what will bring it full circle. If they come in and attack Cody Rhodes, remember the whole fuck the revival. Thing? I think they will attack if they make an, an appearance. No, no, but I'm saying like, like go. The they're gonna attack the young, but they ain't attacking Cody Rhodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't think they'll go because Cody Rhodes was the one that started that whole. Yeah, world. I know, but I think they're gonna attack the young books because people like while the Cody thing is funny. Fuck yeah. the revival, FTR. But the match that people really want to see is the Bucks and the no, Rival. but you could start with Cody to get to the Bucks. It depends. What, it, we don't. We don't even know if AEW, if the Elite are still going to be like a stable within the promotion. They should. 
that we we don't even know that you, you can't drop that you can't drop that yeah i know but drop. you gotta understand when they were in new japan and ring of honor they weren't vps now that they're vps mm-hmm. it's a different ball game yeah they got it okay. they, you I'll can't you, you there's got to be some type of separation because then it's like so nervous still th- th- it kind of makes me nervous too yeah. to be honest with you guys yeah. why why does it make you nervous it makes me nervous because it's like you know you get all these kind of flashbacks to what we saw in wcw so where you don't want wcw to happen again no basically. it could be um a situation where it's a toxic environment in the locker room where mm-hmm. it becomes like a good old boys like it's you know kevin nash running the show with jace or um, okay you know it's i just hope that they find someone where the buck stops because that's what wwe has had for mm-hmm. so long and that's why they've been successful for so long whether you like his opinion or not Vince McMahon has been the one that says this is where it ends yeah. and this is where it begins and if I say yes then it goes if I say no then that's where it goes and with WCW you could go to Bischoff you could go to Dusty you could go to Kevin Nash and get so many different answers mm-hmm. and then it was almost like why am I even here Yeah, you know what I mean so I just hope that they figure something out, whether it's Tony Khan or it's Cody Rhodes or whoever. But can it be Tony Khan? Because, I mean, if you're a wrestler, if you're one of the boys, and he doesn't hear you out, then basically you're going to say, oh, this guy doesn't know anything because he's not a wrestler. Yeah. That's the first thing that they're going to say. So now who is the one that stops the buck? It's Cody. Oh. But now but now you have the Bucks, and now you have uh, Hangman Page, and now you have... You know, it, there's a lot of dynamics. And I do see the parallels to the WCW thing. Yeah, well, Vince McMahon wasn't a wrestler up in, until, like, what, 99? or, two, or when, when was his first match? I think 98. 98. Actually, no. His first match was back in, like, the 90s or 80s under a mask because some guy didn't show up, so they oh. put Vince McMahon but in yeah, the but we're talking about Vince McMahon. The, <laughs> but we're talking about Vince <laughs> right. McMahon, the character. No, no, Mr. I know, McMahon. I know, I know. Yeah. But, uh, so, but we wish... Like Mario said before, that they learn from their mistakes. Right. Because if you don't learn from your mistake, then you're ass out. But I really hope, and, and, and why? Because you want competition. You want to be able to have that, that, that competition that, you know, basically fighting for it. Because you need something like that to go against the WWE. If not, then, you know, if, if you want to go ahead and have all that shitty Monday night stuff, then just let it keep going. So we talked about the revival. Um, I'm gonna run by quick names. Yeah. Um, and we're gonna go nay or yay on them. Do they leave, and or do they stay? All mm-hmm. right. We know Hideo Tommy got granted his release. Yes, he did. And there's been rumors about Maria and Mike uh, Bennett. I don't. I'm not gonna call them Canellas because they're Bennett. Um, yes. They're uh, rumored unhappiness or whatever. Do they stay WWE or they leave? I think they're staying. I think that that was just a rumor. Um, from what I understand, they've granted her a lot of uh, grace with being pregnant, a- as any company mm-hmm. should. Um, they were very understanding, and uh, she was like totally shot it down. And I, I just saw um, him on 205 Live. Mm-hmm. Didn't watch the whole episode, but it looks like they're using him in the Cruiserweight yeah. division. I don't know if that's where he wants to be, but mm-hmm. there's a stacked roster mm-hmm. in WWE, so that's where he's probably going to have to be for now, uh, unless he like proves Vince otherwise but how about you leo nary i don't think they're leaving especially because for what sammy said you know they're giving her all this time because she's pregnant Mm -hmm. well she was pregnant well and they still gave her all that time yeah um i think just putting her in the rumble itself kind of shows you okay they want to do business with her okay yeah so i i think yeah i think she's staying but if they do decide to move on Mm -hmm. you know the first thing oh aw 
That's well. That's what people. I I think. I think I would not rule out them possibly leaving. Yeah. I will say that. Um, that if they was to go anywhere, I wouldn't even put AEW as top of my list. I think they would, would go back to Ring of Honor because yeah. they always talk highly of Ring of Honor and yeah. they really made a name for themselves. Like Maria's work in Ring of Honor and Impact Wrestling overshadows tremendously some of the yeah. shit that he did, she did in WWE. That was the best of her career. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, well, what has she actually done in the WWE? Come uh, on. Uh, another rumored, <laughs> uh, another new rumor name are the Good Brothers. We know that they um, they trademark a cu- trademarked a couple names. Um, yes, I don't think. Why, th- why would the WWE lose? Like, don't they have a whole slew of people that just worry about trademarks? Yeah, well, they well, Gallus and Anderson definitely trademark some names. I'm gonna lean towards more that they're gonna stay. How about you? I'm gonna disagree. I'm gonna say they are outski. Outski, huh? As, as they would say. They are gonna go hang out with their Bullet Club bl- brother in and uh, go, um, you know, tear it up and have some beers over there in AEW. Now, <laughs> how me, about you, Leo? Let me ask you guys a question: Can they use the Bullet Club? No, I don't or know. Is that no, 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 Japan, no, 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 Japan. Unless, unless, which the lines of communication are open on AEWs, and unless New Japan start doing business with uh, all of the wrestling, then that Bullet Club is just a property from New Japan, yeah. CMML, and Ring of Honor. Okay. And it's not that, you know, Ring of Honor and CML could make money out of it, like selling the merch on their shows yeah. or like promote it. They could promote it, obviously, because they're in bed with New Japan. Yeah. But they, you know, pretty much the New Japan controls the Bullet Club, who they want to put in the, in the, in the, the stable, who mm-hmm. want, who they want out. They control that. That's their property. Okay. Okay. Because, and, and I'm thinking, you know what? The WWE has been hinting and they've had the tools to put, the Bullet Club, the original Bullet Club, back together, um, and even join, you know, the OGs with with uh, AJ and um, Finn fuck? and Finn, yeah. And they've dropped the ball. What if now with the Good Brothers coming over, you could do that? You could start like kind of like separating them a little bit. What but it all it all like depends. Good, if, like the Good Brothers going to AEW and have them join forces like the Bucks or something? No, go against the Bucks. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, regardless what the Good Brothers do, yeah. I think I, I don't think they're gonna leave WWE. But okay. if they do decide to leave, whether they decide to go back to New Japan or even sign an AEW deal or Ring of Honor, I think you know the tag team division. While it's trash in the WWE, the yeah. tag team division and all these other different promotions are great. So mm-hmm. regardless where they go, they they they'll be fine. Okay. Yeah, man. Another Got name, it. another name that's rumored to be unhappy is Rusev and Lana. Um, mm. this is a name that I would not be surprised mm. if he leaves uh-huh. WWE at some point. If he leaves, that's gonna be big. I hope he leaves. Yeah, I'm I'm with that too. <laughs> I man. hope. He Tell leaves. me how you really feel, there, Sammy. Yeah, I <laughs> hope he leaves because I I feel like this guy um is overly produced, mm-hmm. and then when he does his own thing, it gets over, and they get mad at him. Yep. Do you, you think know? that them doing that that whole Bulgarian uh, gimmick? kind of hurt him in the sense that you could have done anything else with him no i don't i think the bulgarian gimmick was some I mean, of the, his the best russian, work the russian no i think that was some of his best work go ahead some of the, some what the hell's going on wow uh, go ahead go ahead no man because i'm trying to get it to play i don't know why the hell it came up here okay go they didn't hear it go it never fails go Anyways, they didn't hear it. shut up <laughs> he mad when it, he's mad when people tell him the truth oh Fuck so yeah. <laughs> Um, nobody, I think the bu- I think the Bulgarian stuff was some of his best work. I think you know. Now I'm afraid to play it and check it out. Go ahead, keep going. 
Fucking guy. Go, oh, shut up. Do you see I'm how producing he gets, here. You see how he gets mad? He hates when people tell him the truth. That's why his wife always oh. gets on his case. And that's breaking the fourth wall. Um, I think the Bulgarian stuff was some of his best stuff. That's why he made a name for himself when he was his first run as United States champion. And then the second they dropped that and have him lose these matches and they put him that stupid feud with Dolph Ziggler, that's when it all started going downhill for Rusev until he became this Rusev Day stuff. They brought him back up, but they never wanted to go full force with it. He never should have lost to Cena at WrestleMania. There's so many talent that they build up, build up, build up, and then they had that match with John Cena, and then yeah, like boom. the guy came out in a fucking tank. How yeah. are you gonna have the guy come out in a tank such and an amazing lose? Match, and that's why so many people were fickle with John Cena, even though he's put over a lot of people lately because he's at the decline. Yeah, of his but career. lately though, yeah, I understand. But yeah, a lot of people were upset because he was just bulldozing some guys i know rusev was one of them i'm thinking who else can you name off the top of your head that uh john cena had a match with one they were you know on the rise and then he just squashed their momentum well our, our boy um zach Ryder. man he stole his girl yeah, but yeah he stole his girl but they weren't <laughs> they weren't feuding him he, he stole just stole his, his girl, girl. Damn, didn't help him out when kane <laughs> threw him off the stage Damn, did my man. And they were, they were supposed to be boys, no? Yeah. So Zach probably deserves Rus- it. Rusev is a guy that I would love to see him explore his options no matter where he goes because that guy is a fucking superstar. He can yeah. talk on the mic. He's charismatic as hell, and he's a fu- he's great in the ring. Uh, another guy that is rumored to be unhappy is Nakamura. Um, this is a guy I've been saying it for a while. I would love to see him yeah. in Japan. I don't think he's going to leave the WWE. How about you? Hmm. Now, this is a tough one because you got his family back in, in Japan. You got a ton of money that the cons are throwing around still here in America. And you got the opportunity to continue to travel the world with WWE and make a ton of money and be a household name. That one's a tough one. I think he will leave, but not right away. And he's not going to go to AEW. I think he's going to go back to Japan. I, just, I think he's going to sign a second deal with WWE. And then when that deal is up, He'll probably go back to Japan and finish his career there. So now you're both thinking that he's going to go back to Japan. I would love to see him back in Japan. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think he'll do it right away because there's still money to be made here. Mm-hmm. But uh, I feel like um, he will go to Japan to end his career once the second contract is done. So sometime in the 2020s. In the roaring 20s, we'll see. Nakamura. In the roaring 20s. Yeah, we'll see. And I'm the one with the Japan bad jokes. So, um... <laughs> Fucking guy. Um, another rumored name uh-huh. that is uh, <laughs> and people are gonna laugh at me when I say this name because they ever. I'm not even gonna talk because they already know my opinions on this talent. Uh, Sasha Banks is another person that is rumored to be unhappy with her position. Um, this is all rumors. She's got nothing to be unhappy about. She's getting pushed every other week. Mm, that's a bit of a stretch. She recently got pushed with this Ronda Rousey stuff, but yeah. it was kind of meaningful. Meaningless, I mean. She'll leave. I think she will. Um, let's see what, how it plays out. Not right away because obviously she's got to win the tag titles at WrestleMania mm-hmm. with Bailey. I don't think that they're going to win at Elimination Chamber. Um, I think that's going to be the Riot Squad. I don't know if we're going to get into that because um, we've been running a little long. But, um, yeah, man, uh, I think she's out because she she is a pro wrestler. She's not a sports entertainer. She's friends with the Lucha Brothers. She's, you know – She's amazing, Red. She's actually trained a bunch of times yeah. at um, HOG, like yeah. in their school. She's trained over there. She's a pro wrestler at the end of the day, and if she's not being used correctly, she's going to want to 
hone her craft somewhere else, whether it's AEW or ROH or somewhere else. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, if the you know if the creative's not right for her, she's gonna be out. So um, still on the talk topic of AEW, but kind of remix um, springing in a little bit of WWE stuff. Uh, two. Uh, Potential rumors came out this week with, uh, well, actually three. Let's start off with with the first one, uh, Brock Lesnar. So apparently Brock Lesnar, um, Paul Heyman is negotiating three different deals with him currently, supposedly. Three? One is uh, with WWE. Okay. Another one's with UFC. And the other one apparently is with AEW. Um, Chris Jericho, you know, he put out a tweet a couple of weeks ago where he's talking shit about uh, Brock Lesnar. We all know the incident that happened in SummerSlam a couple years ago where mm-hmm. Chris Jericho got into Brock Lesnar's face. Um, I said it, I think I said it on um, the Reekens of Wrestling show uh, a week ago. I said it, if an AEW deal happens, I think it's going to be a one-match deal, and it has to be with Chris Jericho, and that's it. Um, what do you think about that? All I know is Brock <laughs> Lesnar is about to get paid. <laughs> that's that's mm-hmm. yo. He's got three people vying for his talent. He's about to get paid. That mm-hmm. that whether it's Vince, whether it's Khan, whether it's Dana White, Brock Lesnar is making money. And mm-hmm. to be honest with you, I don't care where the hell he winds up. I love him. He's a, he's an attraction. He's an attraction. Wherever he goes, I'm watching it. And I know he's got his haters. People, people hate that he shows up uh, once in a blue moon. That's, that's what I fine. love about him. But that's fine. You need that though. Yeah. And, and I think and I think the issue with Lesnar is not the fact that he shows up whenever he wants him. I think the 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 issue with him is more that he's the champion. I think that's more the issue. I don't yeah. think it's necessarily him showing up whenever hell he wants. Because I mean, like we already seen mm-hmm. it. We've seen it with Finn. We've seen it with Daniel Bryan. We've seen it with AJ Styles. When he wants to perform, he performs. Right. Mm-hmm. He can wrestle and he can fight. And he's a big. He's a big boy. Son of a bitch. And you know what? If they let him cut a promo, if it wasn't the PG era, he would probably be one of the best on the mic. Yeah. But they they got sponsors, and he can't cuss. So exactly. I, I think he's underrated. He should be able Even to. though he's cursed sometimes. Like yeah. They slipped up. Yeah. They slipped up, <laughs> and he'll curse. But, you know, yeah. you see him, you're not going to tell him, like, hey, Brock, you fucked up. Like, right. you're not going to tell him that. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, man. Um. So we have the Brock Lesnar stuff, another rumored, which this one I think was a little bit more surprising to me, was this is just rumor, like we're not saying that it's real, but it's rumored that Randy Orton is open to talk with AEW. Wow. That would be big. That would be a big get for AEW if it happens. Yeah, that would be huge. Anybody but Randy. Well, you know what? I would I would have said that Randy's conceited as hell. If if you're talking about He's have, name, bro, you can't argue that. But if you're talking about having somebody who's going to be poisoned to that locker room, I think it's going to be Randy. Yeah, he'll come in there with a chip on his shoulder. Yeah, but if you have a, a good locker room where they, everybody sticks together, and I think that that's the, the demographic that that AEW's trying to do. Randy mm-hmm. can't do some of the shit that he did in WWE and AEW. They're going to put a stop to it. Right then and there. He's also older and mm-hmm. more mature. I mean, I, I don't know the guy, but um, I think it would be great for him in this point in, in, in his career to kind of branch off from the WWE because he's not really doing much there, and he's one of their most mainstream guys. I, I will say, you know, because we sometimes are down with Randy because sometimes his matches are just boring or whatever, but the match he had this past week with Mustafa Ali where Mustafa Ali got the black eye, yeah. that was a really, really good match. Yeah. Like he, gave, he gave a lot to Mustafa. Yeah. And it just I think it just shows that if Randy is another guy, if he's motivated, I think he, he'll definitely go a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? If he's motivated. I think it would be great for him to work with some younger talent 
that hasn't had that WWE exposure. And like Mario said, if he's motivated, that dude could put on an amazing match. Uh, we've seen it in WWE. Mm-hmm. Imagine if he didn't have an agent telling him what to do. You know, so. there's hope, Silver. Uh, and then the last rumored um, is the Usos. Apparently, their the their contracts Uso crazy. Yeah, the Usos. Their contracts are up sometime after WrestleMania. Um, sometime in April, and the rumored is they're considering maybe not signing, resigning with the company. Hmm. This is another team. They're so talented. It's like, what more can you do in the WWE? I think the only thing that might be stopping them, and is mostly more Jimmy than Jay, is the fact that his wife is part of Total Divas, and that might be something that <laughs> do I really want to screw this up for her or whatever? But you know, who knows? Maybe uh, Naomi stays with the company, and the Usos, you know, ride into the sunset and test their waters and. And not only AEW, but maybe Ring of Honor or, or New Japan. Who knows? But um, this is a team that I personally would like to see them explore their options. Because it's like, what more can you do in nah. WWE? As much as I would love to see them leave, I don't think they're going to leave. Just like you said, they got um, you know his wife there with the you know, uh, Total, Total Divas. Divas. And just the fact that their family is so tied in with the McMahon family... Um, I don't see them going anywhere. You know, I, I feel like they're WWE through and through. Um, do I want to see them leave? Hell yeah, because I want to see them go against the Young Bucks. You know what I mean? I think everybody wants to see that. You know, uh, one of one of my fantasy booking would be Usos versus uh, the Briscoes versus Young Bucks in a TLC match. But I would yes. love to see it at WrestleMania. But that's just me. I know it would never happen. Briscoes ain't going to WWE. The Ring no, of Honor through and through. Ring of Honor lifers. Yeah. So would I love to see the Usos leave? Yeah, just so I could see that match. And I don't even know if it would even happen. But you know. And I, don't, and I don't think the Briscoes would fit in the WWE style. No. Because the first thing they'll say, oh, they, they look just like the Bushwhackers. We're going to have them do the same thing the yeah, Bushwhackers were doing like in this. the 90s. They're going to have them go to the ring like that with some like fucking, banjo uh, music. What's his face is doing? Uh, heavy Machinery? They fucking did the Bushwhacker gimmick. Uh, I love Heavy Machinery. I'm though. not a fan of Heavy I love Machinery. <laughs> They're Fuck so them. funny. <laughs> All right. We, we, uh, as you guys know, we have a delay, so we have a couple of questions here from uh, really. Leo was born in the Roaring Twenties. No, that's too far back. Uh, <laughs> Sasha is out the door. Our boy James Esponto is saying, uh, they're also asking, do you think that Randy's trying to use AEW to get more money Possibly. from the WWE? Strong possibility. Cream it could be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, look at that. Uh, do you think Velveteen took a bit of a transgender gimmick and a bit from the character from True Blood? Don't watch True Blood. So I don't know what you're yeah, talking about. <laughs> I, I could see that. I could see that. Uh, I watched True Blood. Uh, okay. Yeah, I could see that. Um, forget the character's name. I feel like Velveteen has a sprinkle of like uh, Jimi Hendrix and a sprinkle of Prince. That's what yeah, I get. Yeah, he's out of Prince. Dream. He's Prince. That's what I get out of Vel- Velveteen yeah, Dream. Honky Tonk Man was Elvis. Velveteen Dream is Prince. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. We should make a shirt. Uh, King Bourbon is saying the Usos are not going anywhere. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I think. One of the main factors is the association with, with Naomi and Total Divas, and you know I, Naomi ain't, ain't gonna go anywhere. So uh, no. So I think that is a strong reason why they wouldn't leave. But mm-hmm. I would love to see the Usos leave the WWE because to, to test their water somewhere else. Of course, because uh, again, these are these are guys. Remember, they did not come up with the WWE system all the way. They did, you know, earn their dues. But go, Mark. Um, some quick comments. Going on two fucking hours. Go ahead. Well, you shouldn't have been talking about Mojo Raleigh. Congratulations. You it was yourself. two minutes. Congratulations. You um, I spoke about him for two minutes. Look, can we talk about um, Daniel Bryan's Planet Championship? Oh, that's awesome. I love it. I love yes. it, too. It's fucking awesome. Give that little bring. 
I love it too. I, I think it, it it just added a different element to his hipster, anti you know like anti nasty food pollution gimmick. I think the Planet Championship is fucking awesome. I love yes. it. I need that replica title. <laughs> yeah. Now is it is it cardboard? Or hemp. It's hemp. It's hemp. Yeah. It's like some type of fabric that yeah. the championship is. And it doesn't have, like, you know, like the, the titles have the, the buckles. It has, like, this thing that sticks. Like, it has this uh, like, Velcro. What is it? Velcro. There you go. Velcro. That's what it is. I think it's awesome. It's of great, course, it's he would. I love it. And while I didn't <laughs> like the presentation of Eric Rowan, like, attacking AJ in the Royal yeah. Rumble, like, I didn't like him, whatever. And then no. that's how Daniel Bryan won. I do like the pairing, though. I do like the pairing of Eric Rowan being with. Well, Daniel I mean, Bryan. I mean, you're you're getting the um, the Wyatts, mm. but in a different, different way. form. Right? Yeah, you're getting the hipster Wyatt. Yeah, we, are we gonna see Eric Rowan? You mean Luke Harper? Luke, Luke Harper. Harper. Yeah, Luke Harper. My bad. I don't know if he fits with the whole flannel thing. It, he'll definitely fit. He I just know. I just think he's such a great worker. It's like, do we really want to see him as being another heater for another stable? Like, yeah. he's no, so good in the ring. Because you can have them not do that that Bludgeon Brothers shit, that mm-hmm. right? Brothers and shit. just oh, have yeah. them be... The Bludgeon Brothers trash. But just have them so be bad. a tag team. Like, them as a tag team, they're a force to be reckoned with, especially when you don't have that many good tag teams. They are a good tag team. Just look at what they're able to do with the Usos. Yeah, but don't hold them back with that Bludgeon Brother fucking hammer shit. That well, was that, the, the Bludgeon Brothers gimmick is dead at this point. It's not I got mad because it was like they made us for, like feel like we forgot about the Wyatt family. I know why. Like why? Like why are you gonna like just... we're we're not gonna act like they were just with Bray Wyatt. Right. And the Wyatt family gimmick was so great. Like right. hello, you still got the same beard. Exactly. Like, right. <laughs> you're not even trying at this point. They ain't changed yeah. nothing besides <laughs> give them some fake ass uh, sledgehammers. Mm-hmm. At least give them a shovel or something. You know. <laughs> so what was your favorite part of the Super Bowl? Because I know what mine's was. The Super Bowl. Hmm. Halftime heat. The halftime heat. Yes. They wow. need to make halftime heat an annual thing. Yeah. Now, was this the first year that they did it? Since the Rock and Mankind years ago, like yeah. going over a decade ago, mm-hmm. this was their first time halftime heat. Yeah. They, okay. they didn't make it. They need to make it a tradition every year. They have to. Bro, I was actually on, I think, uh, Facebook that they were showing that. <laughs> I was on Facebook too yeah. watching it. And, and dude, like, <laughs> I wasn't even watching the game. I was like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> Yo, it was such It was a, such a good match. Um, uh, Alistair Black, Ricochet, and Velveteen Dream beat um, uh, DIY and Adam mm. Cole. But it, the match was great. They they took all, oh, yeah, all six men tore it up. It didn't matter who yeah. won. <laughs> at, the, at the end of the day, the fans won. So halftime yeah. heat was great. I think yeah. they need to make it an annual thing, right? Yeah, yeah man. Uh, it was definitely a great show. Um, it was better than the damn Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I no agree. Other. It was a good defensive game. Yeah. Okay, the, sure. the game was trash. Yeah, it was. I actually <laughs> fell asleep the, through the, the first Patriots half. The Patriots won again. I was... I was just like, you know what, screw this. You know, the the more that I look at it, right, Gronk will be a perfect heel. I don't want to see him in WWE, man. No, no, but if if you just let him do like the shit that he's doing now, yeah, like he will be a perfect heel. He would, he would. Like he just would. look, look, and and I know we're going a little bit off, but with the videos that they were posting up with Brady and the oh, yeah, music yeah, in the background, yeah. they're heels. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. and they're playing it up for the heels, like even I, with the choice it, of music and funny, everything. It's funny you say that because on Jim Ross podcast, um, the, the Super Bowl was last week, right? Yeah, yeah. On Jim Ross podcast this week, I was listening to it, and they said, you know, the heels won the Super Bowl. <laughs> like that's exactly, <laughs> exactly. that's exactly what they said. You know, well, they're not heels in New England and in right. Massachusetts, but they, the heels won the Super Bowl. That's it. But okay, so going back to Bret Hart, mm-hmm. Bret Hart in Canada was the only babyface. 
And then the rest of the world, he was a just, heel. Just talk about what's going on now with Daniel Bryan. They were just in Seattle, Washington, oh, yes. and he was a face there. Right. He was playing to the crowd there, but mm-hmm. bashing the rest of the world. Yeah. So he's he's getting elements from when Bret Hart was a, a Canadian hero. He's a Seattle hero, but with every everyone mm-hmm. else, he's bashing you know how how they are, how the the way they live life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the way to do it though. Let's uh, talk about. Two more things with WWE, and then I want to share something. Two more things. Two, uh, I want to share something with you guys. Come on, three hours. Well, that's what happens when you go left field and talk about bullshit. I didn't talk about. I talked about Mojo Raleigh for two minutes. Let's talk about. Let's ask the friends of the show and see what they say. Okay, exactly. <laughs> Come on, guys. Let's all get along. <laughs> Halftime heat was incredible. Friends of the show are saying there. So, um, Undertaker. Um, looks like there might be some little bit of bad blood between Taker and WWE. He took all his WWE stuff off his Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see Taker messing with another company, nope. but I think Undertaker will be doing business for himself when it comes to these, uh, uh, you know, cons or, or you know, wrestling, you know, conventions and stuff. What do you think? I think we will see Undertaker at a major Comic Con this year. So you're gonna say we're gonna see Undertaker double or nothing? No, <laughs> no. But I this you is never what know. I think. No, that's not we happening. Did, oh. We didn't know that the Undertaker. We, we, we knew, but in storyline, we didn't know if the Undertaker was gonna show up last year. To, you tell to, me the Undertaker's not dead <laughs> to, to wrestle John Cena, oh. right? We didn't know up until the referee came up to John Cena after yeah. the Oscar Charlotte match. I have a feeling that was a little hokey. We though. will not know about the Undertaker at mm-hmm. WrestleMania at all, and he's just going to show up. You're going to get the lights off. We're going to get the pyro. Okay, and he's going to just choke slam somebody and shut him up, and that'll be it. It'll be the big surprise, and he's just he's he's old man. He's going to be <laughs> yeah, he's going to be signing. That's what I've been saying for the past two years. Well, well, we years. know you're old, Leo. You don't have to fucking say it. We know you're old, dude. He's in <laughs> like Mario said. He's in in it for himself now. He's he's probably going to be teaching big men down in NXT. Uh, mm. And soon, you know, he's going to be teaching the big guys how to work. I don't, I don't even think he's going to be a, a, a NXT like, you know, trainer. I think like he'll maybe once in a while make an appearance. But I think, see, Undertaker and Shawn Michaels are the same age. But Shawn Michaels looks much old, younger than the Undertaker because Shawn Michaels retired way earlier. He retired like four yeah. times, first of all. Well, he took a lot of time off. Yeah, yeah. he did take a lot of time off. I think that, but that Taker was, the body a but, little bit. But Taker was on a part-time schedule when he was really a full-time. No, but, but even for even for... A bigger guy. Yeah, it takes a toll more. It does right. take a, a bigger toll. I see, and I mean, I you're, see a I, bruise on your knee I mean, right you're, now. You're, yeah. you're, you know, you're the example, bro. Yeah. For, for both of y'all. Okay. <laughs> I can see Forget a bruise you. on your knee right now. Shut up. Um, <laughs> are we good, dude? Yeah, you're yeah, good. Okay. Go. So um, that's what's going on with the Undertaker. I don't think he's going to like separate completely off the WWE. He's yeah, still going to be a WWE guy. But um, I think he's going to take business for himself and do certain things for him and mm-hmm. his character, if you will. Well, you have to. I mean, at this point, like... Hey, hello, you are the guy. You are the character. So um, two reports came out about Seth Rollins and AJ Styles mm-hmm. that they were both injured. Now, the Seth Rollins looks like it's a legit one. It's minor, but mm-hmm. they want to keep him safe. They're keeping him out of house shows and wrestling for a while because I, I, I think it's a back injury, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, with the AJ Styles one, it's pretty interesting. Before the AJ Styles report that he was hurt, that he had a hernia, yes. right? There's a report that came out. He doesn't have a hernia? There was a report that came out that he signed a new deal with the WWE. Yes. He shut down those rumors on Twitter and said, like, hmm, me signing a new deal is new to me. That's what Twitter is for. (laughs) Okay? Not true. A couple days later, it was reported that AJ Styles was taken out of uh, 
the house shows this weekend because he's suffering from a hernia. Mm-hmm. Herniated. I don't know if it's a hernia, a herniated disc. I don't know, but it's a hernia, hernia of some sort. Um, then we see him on SmackDown, and he gets busy in the ring. Granted, he wasn't in a match, but, you know, he did the springboard. He did his yeah. regular shtick. Yeah, if you have a hernia, you can't can do this. No. So, you know, he shut down those rumors again, and he was like, yeah, don't have a hernia. You know who reported that he had a hernia? Do you who, like Ma- to know? Who, Mario? The almighty Dave Meltzer. No, Mario. <laughs> Uh-oh. Was it? It was Dave Meltzer, the guy oh, that yeah. everybody's on their jockstrap. And to be honest with you guys, uh-huh. Dave Meltzer is sticking by his word and saying that he still believes So that he's AJ, calling AJ a liar. That's what he's calling AJ Styles a liar. The guy that's supposed to have the hernia, a liar. Yes, that's what he's saying. He, AJ's a liar. Fuck that guy. That AJ Styles is only doing that to, you know, discredit reporters. Oh, stop. Now, Uncle Dave. If I, if I, if not even trying to defend Dave Meltzer, but hey, maybe Dave Meltzer got some bad information from somebody. But the moral of this story is you can't always believe what somebody says. Yeah. Dave Meltzer has gotten a ton of shit wrong, just like other reporters have gotten a ton of shit wrong. The only difference between all these reporters and Dave Meltzer is, for some strange reason, a lot of people like to suck on that knob when it comes to Dave Meltzer. Oh, are you able to say that? Mm hmm. Just saying, just calling, just calling a spade a spade. Oh, that's it. Okay. <laughs> um, now Sam's like, I'm not getting involved. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, listen, I'm just saying the truth about Dave. No, but, but, it, but we've, Dave. we've always and when said he, it. Yeah. And when he says something that's true or whatever, or something that is reliable, hey, I'll post it. I'll give the I'll give the Wrestling Observer and Dave Meltzer credit. But just this idea where people think like he's the almighty he knows everything sorry he's not the almighty he doesn't know everything you want to read that comment um with h3k and taker i think it's about taking care of yourself leo and jose g are around the same age but leo has tons of more city miles on him <laughs> than bruised knees <laughs> you're an i old had man. a hit i had a hip replacement i had a knee replacement sir you're you're an old man bro it's okay now um I, this is Mario Martinez talking. This ain't Mr. Rated R. It's not Mr. Rated R? No, this is this is the man Mario Martinez okay. talking here. Oh, you, bro. So one thing I like to do, right? one thing, wow, I just heard. Mr. Okay, I'm back, I'm Go back, ahead. I'm back. We're good here. So um, one thing that I've been, I guess, fortunate enough to do is, um, whatchamacallit, be behind this mic. You know, talking about wrestling, bashing Leo, talking yep. about comedy, whatever the case may be. What, I've been very fortunate to be behind this mic. Um, and anybody that knows me, Leo knows this about me. When I was growing up, two things that I wanted to do was either become a wrestler or get into the radio business, whether it's being a what you call a radio personality or a DJ of some sort. I wanted to do both or, or something like that. Me doing this podcast gives me that platform to do it. But sometimes life kind of grabs you by the throat and you get kind of hit with something that you weren't expecting. And that's what happened to me in my life this uh, couple weeks ago. So while I thought my life was already complicated before I got hit with this news, um, any issues or any problems that I was dealing with before was meaningless after I got hit with this. So on January 24th... um, my family got hit with some news that was like, wow. Uh, my father got diagnosed with uh, lymphoma. And, you know, cancer is that type of thing where, you know, you don't know how to react to it until 
if it's finally like affecting you somehow, right? And in this case, it's my dad. So uh, I didn't know what to think. You know, my mom was a mess. I was a mess for a couple of days. That's why I missed um, the episode uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, to and this is the first time I'm actually putting this out in public. Like Sam obviously knew about it. Leo obviously knew about it. A couple other people knew about it, but. Um, this is the first time I'm actually behind a mic, right, and just kind of telling the whole world <laughs> what my dad has been dealing with, and uh, it was a shock to all of us. Like I was, you know, I was in in a bad place for a couple of days, but um, you know, my dad spent eight days in the hospital. Um, so January 24th, that was a Thursday, he got diagnosed with lymphoma, and then that Monday he got his first round of chemo. So uh. You know, it's been a rough couple a uh, couple of weeks, a couple of days, but every day something different. So between all that stuff, um, you know, I couldn't even focus like on wrestling or right? uh, a couple of other things. Like, you know, even try to get my mind out of out of shit. Like I couldn't even focus on it. Like I remember watching the Royal Rumble and NXT TakeOver while, you know, I enjoyed watching TakeOver and, you know, we were texting back and forth and stuff. You know, my mind was still somewhere else um, thinking about my dad and, you know, just wanting to be with my dad and stuff and, you know. It was it was a rough eight days, and then he gets released um, after chemo. He gets released. He got released that Tuesday, and the first I want to say like two or three days, he was in. He was all right. He was all right, you know. And then you know, if you guys know about cancer and chemo, you know every person takes chemo differently. So there's been a lot of fatigue with my dad. My dad has gotten a lot of weight loss, and um, if you guys follow my personal page on. Uh, on Instagram, and I don't think I have much stuff on my Facebook or whatever. You know, you see pictures of me and my dad. And my dad, you know, Leo's met my dad. Uh, my dad's a big guy, like not not fat. Like he's like yeah. he's like a, a bulky dude. You know, he he works out. Um, he kind of looks like a wrestler. <laughs> yeah, and, he does. He does. <laughs> kind of looks like a wrestler. Um, he's a type of he's the nicest guy. Like he's the type of guy that you know if I brought you to my house or whatever, and like and you see my dad, and you know he'll be like, hey. What's up? You want a beer? Like that's the type of guy he is. Like he's yeah. You know. I, got, I got offered a beer. <laughs> I remember. Um, he that's how he is, and um, you know it's been rough. Uh, right now I could say that he's in a good place. He has lost some weight, but um, he's already making jokes here and there. Like you know, my dad's a bald guy, so he's already like, oh, well, at least I don't got to worry about losing my hair. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, it's been a rough couple of days, though. A real rough couple of days, but um, for the most part, um. He went for his first checkup this past Wednesday, and um, all signs point more positive than negative. Um, it's a long road ahead of us, um, and, uh, you know, we're just trying to give him that support, me and my mother. Um, and, yeah, I kind of wanted to share this with you guys and just kind of to bring it back to wrestling, back to the the Teddy Hart party, right? So me and Teddy were having this conversation and, you know, because it's been on my mind or whatever, that Saturday that I attended the MLW show was kind of like me trying to get my mind off things or whatever, which I had an incredible time. And right. me and Teddy were talking about my dad. So um, Teddy, after a conversation with me and Teddy, uh, Teddy Hart was like, you know, took some time to record a special message from my father. And uh, we're going to play it right now and then... You know, we'll we'll give our final thoughts, I guess. Uh you ready, Leo, for me? Yeah. All right, let's play it. Yeah. Of course I'm doing the job. Pérate, one second. No, once again. <laughs> let's just go. Come on. I'm trying here. Oh, oh, almost, almost, bro. It's okay. It's okay. 
Let's try this again. If not, if for whatever reason it doesn't play, no, no, I'm, it will, gonna, it will, I'm gonna make it work. Okay, we're gonna. I'm, I'm gonna. I am gonna repost this on the yeah. Facebook page, there so you guys are more welcome to share it okay. or whatever. Um, I just want to show you the kind of guy Teddy Hart is. All right, and this was at the after party. Uh, before we go into it, um, just want to let you know mm-hmm. here on camera. Yeah. And I think Sammy feels the same way. Mm-hmm. Like Absolutely. we have your back, man. Yeah, thanks, dude. I really we have your back. Man. Whatever thanks, you man. need, we're here, and and we have people here. You know, uh, James Esponso, Jamie Salmons. Um, you have our support. Thanks, dude. I appreciate uh, it. And you don't even have to believe in 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 God or in religion or anything, but it's life is all about good vibes. Yeah. And you know, I told you what what I went through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a long road. Mm-hmm. Um, but it always goes back to wrestling. Like, it always goes back to you remembering the times that you spent together. And you know what? Going forward, you watch wrestling with them. Oh, you know, yeah. Going forward. But that's the thing. And and you actually made me cry, motherfucker. You made me cry with this video when you sent it to me. Mm-hmm. Okay? And I think it's actually really cool that you're you're taking this personal moment and sharing it with people. Yeah, of course. Because people just see Teddy Hart and they see him in the ring. Yeah, and they and especially with the bad rep he has. Yeah. But you know, check out this video, guys, and then we're gonna wrap up the show. But check this video out. I hate play. I pray to God and every angel up above that they keep you safe and you get you get some proper treatment and you get to recover and come back and watch me wrestle and bring your son to a show and come to our house and party and hang out. And I hope to God every person I can tell this video to on YouTube or Facebook or social media, wherever aspects of social media that it goes out to, that they keep you safe, they all pray for your dad to get better to, and to fight like a motherfucker for his life because cancer is no joke. I lost my best friend two years ago, six months in, died of cancer, out of nowhere, 37 years old, and I, I'd never dealt with cancer first thing, I was the last guy to see him fucking take his last breath, and he lost 60 pounds in two months and fucking died basically right in front of us, and uh, makes you human real quick. The last death I had before that was basically my whole family, my brother, Davy Boy, Dynamite, Owen, all those guys, Jim, but never from cancer. So when I saw cancer fucking eat through somebody, it scared the shit out of me, so I... I I tell you, I wouldn't waste five minutes of my fucking time for somebody that was fucking smoking crack and getting fucked up and they want me to say something to their dad or brother or whatever, but I can tell by the love you have for your dad, your dad is a good man. Thank you. I fucking took good care of you and raised you with respect because you gave me nothing but respect every time I met you. So Thanks, brother. my house and happy to make sure your dad knows we care, we love him, and we want him to get better. And this is a good friend of mine for life. And I appreciate hey, you coming over here and giving me the opportunity to send you my blessing. So you're in my prayers, everybody up above. Know that your dad's gonna fight this motherfucker and kill it and come back safe and happy. He's gonna be at my show watching. Hopefully, have a beer with me and smoke some weed. How's it going, brother? I appreciate it, man. Teddy fashion. All right. So that that was uh you know that was actually obviously the message that Teddy Hart uh, sent to my dad. And obviously, I got home late. And then uh you know the next morning you know I went to go see my dad and I showed him the you know the video and obviously my dad broke down and you know. Uh, Rightfully so, because it's it's cancer. It's tough, but uh, my dad's a strong guy. Uh, you know, I, I believe that he could beat this even Absolutely. before he he went to his checkup this past Wednesday. I just had positive energy, and I think the mind works in incredible ways. If you keep on thinking positive things, I think positive things will happen when when they mean something. You know what I'm saying? Not like, hey, um, I did something evil, and I'm not going to go to jail for like 10 years. No, no, no. I'm not talking about I that. I want to hit the lot Yeah. Right. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like when it comes to certain things like this, and you know, 
like I said, uh, cancer is tough. It's not going to be easy, but I think we're on the right track. And, you know, after showing this video to my dad, my dad broke down and he couldn't believe that I did this for him. And I'm like, you know, yeah, I, I was given a platform to get this for you. But, you know, th these are some good positive words to, to, yeah. to, you know, motivate you. And while my dad's in a good place right now, I know that there's going to be days where he's going to be in a bad shape but i think little things like little motivation helps and i think mm. this is you know if i could use anything with what i do behind the mic or me going to all these wrestling shows and doing something right because like i said i am a talker but i wanted to do something for my dad mm -hmm. that you know could kind of give him a little pep in the step and kind of be like you know i could do this or whatever yeah. and you know long road ahead of us but my dad's in a good place and We'll see what happens. I'll, I'll keep you guys updated. Like, and listen, listen, this ain't, like I said, this is a shoot, brother. You know, obviously I'm sharing this with you guys because this is what I do. I like to talk behind the mic. Like, maybe yeah. I don't share everything about my personal life, but this is something. I mean. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but this is something yeah. that I think the world should listen to. Yeah. You know, people that listen to our show or people that watch us on Facebook Live because cancer is a real thing. You know, I never thought like a month ago that cancer was somehow going to affect my life the way it did and it did and yeah. you know you could always feel bad for a loved one or somebody like damn man you you have cancer or like your your so and so has cancer or whatever and obviously you feel bad if you're a decent human being you're going to feel bad yeah. but yeah. until you're living it like it, you're living it yeah. day by day that's like a completely different level of feeling bad for somebody you know what i'm saying and i was one of those people where i was cancer was a fear cuz i'm like man cancer's no joke yeah. right but now kind of living with it because of what my dad's going through it's tough man it's really really tough but um you know we're keeping the positive vibes here yeah. um thank you guys for letting me talk about this you know being open mic and talking about it and i know this sounds like a really downer like mm -hmm. but we're not gonna end the show with yeah. a downer because no, he's gonna beat this no yeah. uh, he is gonna beat this but like just to kind of like lift the mood up a little bit i have a joke <laughs> Okay. Let's hear. <laughs> I have a joke, and then we're gonna end. No, we're no, because it's gonna be as bad as mad jokes. We're no, gonna, we're gonna wrap. Listen, that Dolph Ziggler Finn Balor joke got over. Okay. Yeah, it did. And so <laughs> he doesn't know it though. Okay, so he doesn't know. Okay, so I'm gonna. So you got two jokes. Okay, so <laughs> so I've read this on Twitter, right? Uh -huh. And I was like, you know what would make right in the world? What? If Dolph Ziggler and Finn Balor would be a tag team, do you know why? Why? Because their name will be Dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> this guy went this guy went nuts right like he couldn't believe it that was good though that okay good. so like i said thank you guys for for hearing me out but let's not end this show on a downer right mm -hmm. my dad's gonna beat this but let me just throw in a joke out Absolutely. there um and all credit is to conrad thompson because i heard this shit and i could not stop <laughs> laughing um okay so I was listening to an episode of uh, uh, Tony Schiavone's podcast, you know, uh, What Happened When. Okay. All right. And they were talking about, it was fresh off the, the first AEW um, news conference. Yes. Okay. So um, they were, you know, they were all talking within each other. They were talking or whatever. And, you know, they were talking about like different names before it became All Elite Wrestling. This is before they, they made the, the big announcement that All okay. Elite Wrestling was going to be a thing. So they were talking about that. And they were coming up with, like, stupid names or whatever, right? And then he didn't say the name, but uh, the person that said this. But he was like, you know we can't call this company um, BWW, Border Wall Wrestling. And then they said, why? And then he, the person that said this was like, because nobody, nobody would get over. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
Thank you. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in to episode 102 of the Lucha Outsider uh, Shows. Yes, I am back. Yeah. And hopefully, I won't be missing any weeks. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for... It was a long show. It was all right, though. We got a lot of wrestling in, and we got some real life in this episode, And we too. spoke about Mojo Rawley. Yeah, man. Jesus Christ. For shut three up, minutes. Mojo no, no more. Did we just shut up? Shut up, bro. Okay. Go. <laughs> He's a heel, goddammit. <laughs> if you missed anything on today's episode, make sure you subscribe and listen to the podcast version of the show iTunes, SoundCloud, You Want Me Fancy, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, La Mesclap, LosRadio.com, Stitcher. The new and improved LosRadio.com. Wherever you get your podcast needs, leave us a five-star frog slash radio review, comments, views. Barry, you know, either one of us, it'll most likely be Leo. Fun yeah. show, guys. Remember, you can also get our merch at LuchaOutsiders.com. We're going to, we just unveiled the two sweet amigos. Even the boys <laughs> haven't seen it, but it's fun. So, guys, just remember, follow us, share the page, tell your friends about us, tell your enemies about us, tell somebody about us. Yeah. yeah. Sammy. Hey, man. Let me speak on this. No, yeah, man. You can follow me on uh, Instagram at Sammy Suplex, Twitter Sammy Suplex, even on Facebook at Sammy Suplex. Go follow our page if you're not following yet. If somebody shared this video, go follow the Lucha Outsiders page. And I hope you guys have a great week. Uh, I'll be checking on you sometime this week. One of my uh, good little videos. For Shofu Boleo. Me. For Sammy Suplex. Him. And yours truly, Mr. Rated R. That guy. Keep it Rated R. Stay too sweet, guys. <laughs>